the party. All right, Kevin, who we joined? Who's joining us today? Who's We're here with us? Justin of United Borders. Yes, the CEO of United Borders is with us. It gives us great pleasure to introduce you to Justin. Um, Justin's here with us. Let's give him a round of applause, guys. Justin, you know, you're doing big things in the, in the community. You're like the Halsden's answer to Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge man. Nah, big shoes to fill. Nah, yeah, it's, yeah. Not yeah. it's not massive. It's not massive. You're doing a lot for the community. Yeah, trying, um, trying, yeah. You're doing, you know, you're you're giving <clears throat> young people, you know, a sense of hope, yeah, um, belief in themselves, and yeah. you know, we saw that from the award ceremony, which yeah, we beautiful. thoroughly enjoyed. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, um, from from the way the the kids were speaking about you, yeah, you know, they really took to you, and you know, we we don't want to know Justin the CEO. We want to yeah. know the man. Uh, you know, cool, cool. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, when you're not, you know, being a superhero, when you're not being Nipsey, when you're not saving kids off the streets, yo, I don't want to end up like Nipsey too. So. No, we've got to protect Justin. We've got to. Yeah, come on. When you're not being a superhero in the streets, you know, yeah. just tell us a bit about yourself before United Borders. Tell us. You know what the you journey. were doing. Yeah, the, the journey, journey, please. Okay, well, um, obviously, CEO and founder. Let me just throw it down. Come on, come on, come on. 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 We, um, you know, on the come up, through, I'm from Church Road, but half of my childhood was spent in Stonebridge. So mm. I went to Our Lady of Lords Primary School. Yeah. Um, my grandma and grandparents live on the other side of um, Stonebridge as well. So I've always frequented the whole entire borough, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of schemes when we was growing up that meant we were everywhere. So um, we linked with people from all over. So every summer or Easter, They'll take like a hundred youths from Church Road, a hundred youths from Bridge, a hundred youths from Kilburn, yeah. that sort of thing. There'd be like a thousand kids or something like that. Yeah, yeah, take yeah, us yeah. away for a two week project, yeah, have sailing and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then we came back from those trips and everyone knew everyone. That's so big. when you was that's in Northwest, it was that's North, yeah. it was Northwest. It weren't uh, like what you see now where yeah. this bizarre don't deal with this, bridge don't deal with church. Weren't none of that. It was just that we all knew each other. And then when we came back from those trips, we'd, we'd yeah. go on bike rides. Like bike rides were, were legendary. If you never had your bike, you was pissed. You was Swear down. You know what? Yeah. You know what's funny? Even yeah. when I was growing up, yeah. bike riding was the thing. Yeah, it was now, legendary. I don't see many kids doing it. Yeah, no, what you do? You see them there for, the, for, for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. it. Why even I see bikes now? Hope that's a fitness. Yeah, so we ride. We ride out. We go like to different areas and with friends that you made, you know, previously and that, and cousins in other areas. We'd ride all around. We find ourselves on Edgeware Road. We yeah. just go everywhere. We yeah, was yeah, young, yeah, and that yeah. was it. It was like, you know, the the whole area was your oyster, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. um, not to um cut too much out, but to fast forward to where we are today, where youths can't go from Bridge to Church Road. Yeah. yeah. For me, I can't even fathom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know how it, how it got to that. So, yeah. um, so, so between that time, like then and now, there's like this divide being created. Between yeah. Them. I mean, there's obviously so. we've had had some high profile deaths and yeah. murders from both sides, and then. Um, Sometimes when these things happen, you yeah. know, now the young, the younger generation, they don't even know why they're in, they're locked into this mindset. Yeah. They're just in yeah. something without even knowing the four hundred, isn't it? Yeah. So, 
all the players though, I grew up with all of them. Mm -hmm. So I saw before things turned to what it became okay. now, do you know what I mean? And it's just like, um, seeing that and knowing that, that kind of informed me on how to move and how to move different, you know? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, me even being from Churchill and saying, right, I want to do a project that's going to be with Churchill and Bridge. Yeah. You know, my contemporaries in Churchill, they're a bit like, what? Like, we you really on that? And I'm yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. if we don't do that, what are we actually feeding into, you know? Exactly. But, yeah, exactly. So I have, to, I have to, like, bypass a lot of the strong feeling and sentiment over that side as yeah. well. Mm but to make these kind of projects happen. So, you know, in, in between that, there's, there's a lot being lost in a sense where we had like a really strong Caribbean presence. I know, where's the man from Ghana? And yeah. Come on, yeah, he's so, Jamaican. Well, we got a Caribbean here, but he's basically Ghanaian. He was here, but you know what I mean? He was honorary Jamaican, to be honest. But no, it's one of those ones where if you know the history of Halston, I know it because um, my parents made me aware of it. But when I was growing up in primary school, we had like loads of Irish friends and all the rest of it, right? So, but yeah. my, when my parents moved to Halston, it was a racist area. Wow. It was a predominantly okay. white racist area. And um, <clears throat> basically, once you got out of school as a young black person, then you had to run. There was no Swear. messing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Swear. parents then went through it. And that was not just from our parents. When you speak to all that generation, yeah. you realize what happened for us to even be here yeah. today. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I grew up with it. My dad set up the first Black Panther Party chapter in, in, in Halston, oh, in, wow. in Stonebridge. So. Big history then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was uh, the Hilltop Club. So mm. above the precinct. There was a hilltop club and that yeah, was a space yeah, for yeah. all young black kids to go afterwards and you know get know your history yeah. do boxing do chess and that kind of stuff so wow. i saw when that whole movement got sabotaged from the police and certain things do you know yeah. what i mean and at that point these guys were like all right no crack can be sold in the area if anyone's selling crack and they find out they're smashing you up you've got to move out of the area so i kind of grew up in a really strong politi politi political time yeah. you know where yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of prominent leaders from the area were either killed or locked up for long periods of time okay. so you know it's just one of those ones where we've seen all of that growing up with it um for me it was just like all right cool at some point everything that i've seen everything that i've studied from like a a worldview as well in yeah. terms of history yeah i'm gonna it's gonna encapsulate you know what it is that i'm gonna do of course but obviously there's certain things that happen and the spark was violence unfortunately you know with Someone coming from bridge, riding into Church Road and killing a young guy called James Abusu. Yeah, and James, that. James was that, that, that model guy, he was that model student in a sense where um, he was a business student, um, he was 22 years of age. Wow. And um, he struck, everyone in the area knew him because he looked after his mum. His mum yeah. um, had bad health problems, like a heart, um, a heart condition, and yeah. he was the, her only child. And James was like a budding DJ and all the rest of it. Um, but the fact that he put his own uni career on hold and just went part time to look after his mum mm. in the hood, he was like a hero. We was yeah. like, nah, we all respect that. You know, yeah. someone yeah. that's just that young yeah. doesn't want no care for his mum. He's the main carer. Yeah. So when he got killed, he got shot seven times in the back and died in his mum's arms. It hit the area hard because it weren't. I remember that story. Yeah, yeah it weren't normal. It my was like knew, my mum knew his parents. You feel? Yeah. yeah. Like it weren't normal because it was just like, whoa. If if James gets killed, then not being funny, like what hope is there? Do you know what I mean? Like, else, yeah, yeah, for everyone yeah, else, yeah, like yeah. what's this kind of thing? So yeah, that one hit me real hard. So I was like, you know what? I need to actually do something more for the situation, innit? And yeah. I can't just set up a project in Church Road. It's got to be a project which gets all these other youths who don't want to be part of the problem, yeah. who want to be part of the solution. And if there, if there are young people who are part of a problem thing, it's like, all right, cool, we can mediate you to a more solution-based um, situation, yeah. you know? So that in a nutshell is, you know, 
Yeah, skimming over the 80s, bad clothing. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave us you gave us a yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 I was picturing that, man. Which was really good. Because ours is different now. It's different now. Yeah, I mean, it's different because I don't think a lot of young people are aware of the history that I'm talking about. So <clears throat> there's a lot of our elder generation who are fading out. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm, I'm, I plan to actually get all of it. It's like I know inside out their story, yeah, yeah. but I still plan to actually capture their story because young people wouldn't know that. They just yeah. think that you know we was always here doing this. No, we was fighting teddy boys. Mm. Yeah. So all right, fast forward. Yeah. Okay. And then you know we get United. Borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that about? Yeah, what, yeah. what was the inspiration? What was the motivation? Like, from what you've been saying, I've been seeing some of his like kind of motivation and inspiration. Mm. So, yeah. obviously, with regards to the bus stuff, was you a bus driver? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's yeah. where the bus came yeah. from. And also, you said like um, used to go away, like everyone from the, the, the surrounding areas yeah. used to go away together and do like kind of activities. When James got killed, yeah. so I was like, right, I've got to do something with this domain name that I bought. I need to actually start getting this business together. Yeah. And it's really a case of, well, I know it sounds just, it sounds very, uh, you know, new science stuff, but it really is about the mind, isn't it? Yeah. And it's really like, once you perceive something here, it's just about you removing blockages. It's true, and, and you'll get I to read somewhere, you to to. you're the epitome of that. It's a, I read somewhere that, you know, opportunity is not seen with the eyes, it's yeah. seen with the mind. Yeah, yeah, you know first, saying, first and foremost, you know? And it was just like, um, being in the bus company, I was thinking, right, I want to start this, this situation up. And yeah. it just so happened to be that the bus company was selling off buses because they opened up another, they opened up some fleets in um, Singapore. Oh, wow. So they had buses that they had to get rid of. So I was like, right, okay, so let me just buy one. And they gave it to me quite cheap because I was um, in the management scheme. And good then, bus, um, was it in good condition at the time? Yeah, I you're right. So then it was like, all right, cool. I've got the bus now. Yeah. So now I've got to put this idea into motion. Right, what do I do? So I've always been involved in music. Okay. And um, so just to go back a little bit, sorry, it's going to be a bit like... No, 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 like, no, 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 Basically, there's an artist called Akala. Yeah, and, big, um, big ones. Yeah, so me and Akala started to move when he was 15, and I was probably like 20, something yeah. like that. So it was a very uh, strange one, but me and his sister, uh, Miss Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of met all at the same time, and what happened there was... She basically just gave me. She, well, I, I knew she was going from garage into soul music, mm. um, and um, she was like, "Look, um, I've got some track about to come out, and I've had like scripts from all over the world. Mm. Um, tell me what you're thinking of them." So I looked at them and I was like, "I ain't really feeling them. You know, I don't think they're getting your message." Yeah. So she was like, All right, "Cool. So what do you think you could do better?" I was like, "I know I can." So she's like, "Cool." Here's a pad, here's a pen, here's a kitchen. Yeah. 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 Like that, yeah? yeah. Come on. So I went into the kitchen, 20 minutes, bang, bang, bang. Here's a script. Right. And she was just like, oh, God, we're doing it. So her, her first video, It Takes More. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, that was my script that I wrote. So, so that was where the relationship started with me, her and her brother. And yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, me and Kings and that, we kind of, sorry, Akala. We've always been kind of close through that period, but at the time he was like young and screw face mm. and just really quite aggy, to be honest with you. Everyone would be like, what? You know, so that was a different Akala back yeah, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It wasn't even Akala, it was metric at this metric. point. Yeah. <laughs> when you say metric, metric he's going to be like, you be trying to Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the measurements there. At the time he was just a freestyle king. He could yeah. freestyle his ass off and we used to like go West End where all the little spitters used to be. And it was wow. just like, you know, you could let him out and like, yo, go on, clash that guy and you just go and murder someone and just drive off again. So, yeah. uh, murder lyrically, by the way, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we drive him off. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, that was it. So we was always involved in music from the writing perspective for his sister. And then um, he said to me one day, look, Ayanapa, there's a lot of black people that go to Ayanapa. Maybe we yeah. should do a food restaurant there. So I was wow. like, yeah, cool. So I got the cooks. So I was like, come on, let's, let's not talk about it. Let's get it done in it. So yeah. he's like, cool. Me and him went to Cyprus in January. And he's always been like, as, he's been as sharp as he is now really? at 15. So wow. it's, just, it's not yeah. like, he's, he's always been that guy, yeah, you know? Yeah, so. Um, yeah. We went there and um, he basically negotiated all of our contracts and done everything. And he was only 16 at the time, or going on, I think he just went on 17 at the time. And um, we spent like a year in Cyprus. So just yeah, me, him, yeah. my brothers, uh, our friends. And you know, we lived there for a year. So long after the restaurant business, we were just there and then we all came back. And then when we came back, he was just like, look, I, I really want to do this rap thing. Mm. So I was like, all right, cool. Like he was at the time playing ball for West Ham, but his heart weren't in it anymore. Mm. So I was like, look, brother, it doesn't make sense. If your heart's not in it, do what your heart's do in it. I know yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. your pro contract and that, but yeah. just use that time and money and really yeah. focus on your goals. You get me? So he was like, right, he's really on his music thing and then re renamed himself Akala. And then, um, yeah, so from there, that was the first of it. We went on the road and that, and this was like, he was 18 at the time, so yeah, we was going on the road and, you know, just one thing led to another. Yeah. Um, but the journey of him was interesting as well, because mm. it was Miss Dynamite's brother for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then it became, yeah. oh, a car is a car. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I so he dropped his, his first track. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's, um, I've always been part of that journey. So then when he had his music video situation popping, again, I've done his, the first four music videos I, I wrote and directed for him as well. So um, <clears throat> we've, I've always kind of been active and music and he's connected me to so many things so touring with 50 Cent, touring with Christina Aguilera, touring with Jay-Z, you know going all around Africa like you know I've done a lot of things with him so it's a weird relationship because one of those ones where everyone would look at and you're a big man you know I've, I've, I've had kids my sons since 17 and 18 yeah. so I was like an older big man yeah. from, from the time. Yeah. yeah so I was always wow. in a big man thing so it was always like well, you, you're moving with this 15 year old like no yeah. one could understand yeah. it but I was just like nah but this guy, he's got something on him, you know what I mean? He's gonna be that guy. So I'd always do that in my, in my everyday endeavors. I'd meet strange people, and I'd say, oh, you met another one again. There's something with his You bring them home as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got another one here, he's got another one. Yeah, he's always make strange friendships, but lo and behold, it was like I was mentoring him at first, and then it kind of turns that he mentors me. He shows me how to do business. He shows me how to set my situation up, do you know what I mean? So. This is the this is kind of like even though it's a side note, it's part of who I am. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so even when I work with someone younger, they they'll be shocked to know that they inspire me well, and they true. inform my moves. You know what yeah. I mean? So with um, our young compere from the other day at the graduation, yeah, yeah. So it's a similar situation. Like he's it's a young cat, and I look I like the way how he moves and that, yeah. and um, I plug him into to certain to certain um, opportunities. But like, you know, me opening up my foster home was because of him. Because oh, he, wow. he spent a lot of his time in care. Mm. And um, there's one Christmas he came to my yard and that. Yeah, he told, yeah. He said yeah, he just came to my yard and that. And he was just like, look, whatever, whatever. So I was like, there's no big thing, man. You've got enough food here. Like, come yeah. come and eat, man. Don't be silly. Mm. And, I know um, you enjoyed that food as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that award ceremony. Oh, man. He didn't want to leave. Through February, he must have still been there. So uh, we think so. Uh, with that being said, mm. music's always been a firm part of what I was, what I, what I do anyway. Mm. So um, it was just right. I know I'm going to encompass music in some, in some respect. Yeah. So um, there's a there's a producer who, who runs our sessions called Mo on the Beats, wow. and um, he was originally doing touring with Ricardo as well. Then I went to the Caribbean to go on a property situation. So I was over there for months while I was touring with Christina Aguilera. 
And then when we came, when they came back from tour, Emma went more into the production side of it, and we all kind of just kind of went into our own little lanes. I went to work. Ricardo got more political writing, that kind of thing. And um, yeah, so with me and Emma, when he started to produce more, I, was, I could see the talent now. I was like, okay, now, now you're ready. Right, cool. So with with him, I said, let's start the let's start the business together, innit? So we started it up. Um, I bought the bus, and I said, right, bring your equipment on on board. Can we just go over Stonebridge and just try and work out a situation? So. It was a weird one because I contacted um, um, Kevin. Kevin is like, he was like the management for, is it UGC? Is that K Cox? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So he's, he's management for those guys. So um, hit him up and I said, look, it's, you know, we've gone to primary school together. And yeah. I'm like, look, we, I know the situation that, you know, I, I've, I've basically set up IC. So that's with nines and stuff, isn't it? So yeah, I've yeah, set up all of their thing. Nines, um, I've been working with him since his brother got killed. Um, I gave him his. Well, I put him on his football course, his FA level football wow. courses, and then um, when Akala opened up his hip hop Shakespeare, I brought nines down there. So yeah, I've yeah. always been that guy that, right, what are you doing? No, I can't. And just bring really different places. Yeah, I so. told you, get, get so, on superheroes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hearing the story, yeah. we're actually seeing what you, you've actually yeah. been doing yeah. before. Yeah, United Borders. Because everyone sees yeah. the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Like, yeah. All I've seen of you so far is it's around like United Borders. So yeah. like, you kind of see this other side yeah. of you yeah. Yeah. Under, yeah. under the water. That's yeah. how we're getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Known stuff. So with with yeah. nines, um, um, I've always felt a personal responsibility towards him because I was close with his brother. Right. You know. So and nines and my brother have always been tight. Right. right? Yeah. So when he, once his brother got killed, I kind of felt like right. I don't want to see him waste his talent because Bubba yeah. was talented, you know? Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. I don't want to see him waste his talent, so I've always kind of pushed him. And um, my brother, I never understood this whole flow thing where people just kind of talk because I'm from that kind of Buster Rhymes. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the flow, people, I like yeah. melodic sort yeah, of flow. People come with yeah. energy, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Biggie Smalls, they have authority on yeah, track, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or Tupac, you know, just kind of like yeah, exciting, yeah, yeah. right? So. When my brother was saying like, yo, you need to get with nines, you know, and I was like, nah, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I don't understand. understand this whole talking thing, I'm not seeing it. I'm yeah, always like, yeah, yeah. Jay, trust me, like, you need to get with him. He's going to be the things. Get behind it now. And I was like, nah, nah, let him do his thing. Let him bubble away. Mm. And then I'll get involved at a point in it. Let me just see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a couple million views later. I was like, oh, okay, so he's serious. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is that right? It's the real thing. I'm an old man in the game. Let me shut my mouth. I'm humble, isn't it? So, um, yeah, so when we got involved with him, um, I set up the the mixtape, the, the the website for the merchandise and stuff like that. But with Nines, it's, it's, it's always been an easy thing because he's he's a he's a genuine boss. Like he's genuinely like a Jay Z type person, okay. and he's just one of those guys. Yo, I need this, and it's just get it done. Get like it done. don't talk to me about it. Just get it done. Love you know it. what I mean? So he he's always made my job easy because he's focused. So I like yeah. when people are focused. Yeah. I, I can do. I can I can work when you're right. focused, right? So I negotiated his his. Well, it was a weird one because obviously he got dropped from his first record deal. Yeah. And, I, and I was kind of like not wanting him to sign that one, to be honest with you. And then the whole situation, TBS, all that crap yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. And then he got dropped from the first record deal. Yeah. So he was feeling quite low about the situation. And then Excel came in. Mm. And then he was just like, rah. Because I was telling him not to sign the first one. Yeah. He was like, look, negotiate this one for me. Mm. So I was like, cool. So I um, spoke to the, 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 the CEO and I said, all right, cool. Um, we was negotiating for like a period of like a couple of months, going back and forth, going back and forth. Mm. And in the end, I negotiated quite a strong deal for him. But he was just like, nah, you know what? It's like, I feel like I'm working for people, so yeah. I'm not going to sign that yeah, deal. Yeah. I'm like, bro, he's like, yeah, he ain't on it. So I said, like, cool. So I got back to the CEO, so I said, yeah, he's not going to sign. So he was just like, what do we have to do? So yeah. I said, all right, cool. I'm at Westbourne Park in the morning. 
your um your office is around the corner in Grove, mm. isn't it? I said, come to the, the staff canteen mm. and let's talk, innit? So he mm. came to the staff canteen and he's like, all right, so what's the situation going to take, you know, yeah. like to, to get nine? So I was like, well, it's going to have to be a joint venture. If it's not a joint venture, it's nothing because he doesn't want to work for nobody no more. Yeah, he's done yeah. that shit already. So if it's joint venture or nothing, basically. So he's like, whoa. Okay, and if we did offer it, and I was like, then I can sort something out, but it's yeah. got to be joint venture or we're not on it. So he's like, well, and he was hesitant, and I was like, okay, well, have you given out joint ventures before? So he was like, yeah, just to two acts. So I'm like, and that's in the history of Excel. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like, who are they? So he's like, Radiohead, so I'm like, my favourite band, yeah. go on. So he goes, and then, and Jack White from White Stripes. So I was oh, like, wow. yeah, I was like, come on, those are my people. So I was like, well, they're in good company, you know? What yeah. Nines means to the culture is similar to what they mean to this. And yeah. I said, and beyond that, we're in a streaming age now. Mm. And the, this is the guy that's going to take you forward. And I said, yeah. plus he's got films coming up the whole wow. night. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not just signing a rapper, you're signing an artist, right? Awesome. So you're just like, all right, cool. Let's shake on it now. If you shake on it, promise that you deliver it. So I said, I can't tell you, you know, he's, He's very temperamental. He'll yeah. say, yeah, yeah, then he'll be like, nah. But I said, but I'm pretty sure Drake Venture, two albums, or we can make it happen. Mm. So um, he was like, all right, cool, we shook on it. I went back to Church Road, and he was out there. I was like, yeah, I was out of the Drake Venture sound. He's like, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. Done deal. He's like, a man of intelligence, right? Again, you know, like, you know what I mean? We're, we're it's, wearing like, this. it's like I've never negotiated a deal like that yeah. before. You know yeah. what I mean? What gives me the right? It's yeah. not like something that I do. but. I didn't do it for money. Mm. There was no money in it. Yeah. Was, was it something that you, you enjoyed then? No, it was it was just more like nines for me is like um have you seen Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's like that guy, like you Brilliant. just got you just gotta go through the door, bruv. Yeah, like yeah. stop messing about, stop backsliding, just yeah. go through the door. Yeah, you need more infrastructure. We haven't got enough infrastructure around us. I know you wanna be independent, yeah. but it's not that time. You need to yeah. go through the door, go and understand how the machine works, make your money and just mm. you know, and like just bring everyone with you, you know? Yeah. So with him, it was just more of a compassion, more out of love, you understand? Yeah. So it was just like the money's not important. Just get yourself where you need to be, mm -hmm. just elevate, you understand? Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, rest of the story, he had the highest streams that year and all the rest of it, outsold all the contemporaries who wow. had millions yeah. of pounds yeah. allocated to them. Jeez. And then, you know, he never spent his budget, he's like that, he's like, I ain't spending an hour with me, no debt to nobody kind of thing. Okay. So, done his that's thing a, a and left the building, you know what I mean? Left his building yeah. and negotiated another good deal for himself. but. Again, like, it's that, that was an important part of my development and mm -hmm. it's, um, that just shows that the kind of trust that I have with people like that. So Yeah, I could tell. Again, we could tell. We, we, yeah, yeah, tell. Yeah, like, all the kids, they gravitate being, towards story. Yeah, so being with someone like that, like, you know, it's nines and, that, and then you got the, and then I'm like, right, I'm going to do the situation with K-Cokes management. Mm. It's not a good day for me, is it? Like, everyone's like, Jay, man, like, we're, we're with you, but nah, bro, like, we get this. And I'm like, no, we're too deep. We're going too deep now, but... So I'm like, nah, I hear you, but it's like, it's got to be done, bro. Because mm. at the end of the day, I can't, I can't have a next generation of young people running around clapping and stabbing yeah, each yeah, other for no apparent, you feel yeah. me? So everyone's got their mission. Your mission's music, and it my, my mission's people, isn't it? and yeah. I'm trying to connect people. So it is what it is kind of thing. So this was the, you know, this is like some of the music background that I'm kind of letting you know yeah. about. So yeah, we got the music up on the bus, the production side of it. And then I hit up Kevin and I said, look, from the Stonebridge end, um, hit your young people who wants to be involved in this project. I want to connect Stonebridge and Churchill together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So done a bit of research and he's like, boy, you know what? There, there, there's a lot of push amongst people, younger people from there to kind of be on it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I went to the council and I said to the council, look, um, I've got this unique situation where 
we've got young people from church on at Stonebridge that mm -hmm. want to work together. A lot of them are high risk, a lot of them are in gangs, but none, nonetheless, the, the wills did. You understand mm -hmm. that? What, what can you do to um, help the situation? So there was like, all right, they've, they've got a cross-border a cross border initiative fund and it's been there for over 10 years, but like, they couldn't get the local housing association to, to work together yeah, on this yeah, one yeah. because none of the young people want to work together yeah, on yeah. it. So I was like, all right, well, just hit me with the fund and give me two weeks and I'll, I'll give you some outcomes. I was like, all right, cool. So they gave me the fund. Um, I rallied, got, and this is how the project started. So I'd go to Church Road in the morning and I'd record music with the cats in Church Road. And then um, in the afternoon, I'd come to Stonebridge, like, way deep in Stonebridge and that, and record music with them in the afternoon. Yeah. And um, I'd be like, oh, look, we made some beats for you guys earlier, kind of thing. And I was like, all right, cool. And they jump on the beats and stuff. Yeah. And if you're an artist, you know that once you jump on some a beat that you like, that's yeah. your beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'd do the same thing in Church Road. I'd say, oh, we made some beats for you yesterday. And mm. all right, and I'd jump on the beats and stuff. So mm. the first part, the course back then was more production. Mm. So we'd work with those guys producing and spitters and that, but was producing and spitters, that's what we was looking. So we kept on doing that over like the two week period. Then at the end of the, the, the process, we said, all right, cool, look, this is what happened. Like the guys in Bridge, they've been producing you guys music, right? Mm. And was lying, was like, yeah, and they know he's coming to church. So it's like, yeah, what, for real? Yeah, yeah. And that's, we, that's an we went back way to, to get the church, we went back to Stonebridge and was like, look, the tracks that you're on, the man them in church road be making the music for you and wow. you know they're willing to work with you yeah. and it was like rah this is weird like no one knew what to do at first yeah, and i'm like look yeah. we want to have a, a mediation point in it we want the man them to kind of work together but these were all the gang members so this, yeah this weren't even like you know like kids that were in school and yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of them so, so so and if they knew that these beats would be made by these guys they would have done yeah so i mean the, the council was strongly advised against it i went to yeah. many meetings and the metropolitan yeah. police made it clear now there's going to be a summer bloodshed between um, UGC is it? I think it is. Mm -hmm. And and I see these guys are definitely from all the intelligence that they've got. They're going to be mm -hmm. killing each other this summer. So this ain't the right time to be doing this project. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the councillors were saying to me, "Yo, are you sure about this?" And you know, we never had like all the safeguarding measures that I had now. You yeah. know, and I was like, "Nah, I spoke to my man. He's all right." And they were like, "All right, okay." So. The way they went about it, it was like, we're going to give you the money, but we don't even want you to say it was us, basically, because okay. we don't think it's going to work out right. Um, a lot of the young people that have been identified in the program, they're known to us. We know that these guys are responsible for things, yeah. so now nah, we don't want nothing to do with it. Here's the money, but don't tell no one we gave so you the situation. So they, just, so they just gave it to you and said, yeah, you yeah, yeah, it's like, do your thing. Like, we, we don't want, we don't want to do like this. Backhand yeah, it was like, you know, they, we expect <laughs> the worst. So um, yeah. it just happened that we brought them all together. It was like over 50 of them. And we took the youth from Church Road into Bridge. And imagine these guys are like 17, 18, they've never been yeah. to Stonebridge before. Wow. And I'm like, how do you not go imagine to... Imagine down the road. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying I've never been to the top of the road. It's like a 10 minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. When I say it to people, they think I'm like, no way, like yeah. normally, yeah. yes way, yeah. this is the situation, right? So they've never come in before. So yeah, we came, came into Bridge and we was recording music. It was meant to be like for two hours. It was the whole day. Wow. Even when I was saying to the man, I'm, yo, like they finished like yeah. six yeah. in the evening now. Yeah. We've been there since one time. They was like, nah, let it roll, let it roll. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, okay, it was a good day, you know. Friendships were made and so forth. We went back to the council and we said, look, this is what we've done. And, and we recorded the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The police were there and they was like, yeah, that guy's a gang member, that guy's gang. Right, okay, cool. So we was like, yo, what's up? We want to really roll it out now and get proper with it now yeah, and start yeah, building yeah. shows and stuff. And they hit us back and they was like, nah. I was what? like, right, what's all this? They was like, oh, that's the first time I heard the words austerity. Mm. I was like, austerity? Oh, like, what's this? They was like, nah, we've, chestnut. Yeah, we've got a slash funding. You're, what you're doing is good and it's nice and all that, but we've got a slash funding by 
twice of what, you know where it's at now and wow. I was like right so that's just it that was it so that was our first setback and I realized whoa okay even if you've got something that works doesn't really matter yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean and I, I, you see I wanted to ask you this question like this whole movement the United Borders everything yeah. else did you fund it yourself then no because I mean it was one of the, the first thing was the council I mean I mean I was using my own money my work wages to, to make certain things happen and, and you know any money that I get, I pay my team so yeah. they, they can take time off work and, and yeah, put the yeah. work in. But I was still working full time and yeah, delivering this in the, in, on, on the side, you know? Yeah. So um, I didn't really, at that point, I didn't feel that sense of, okay, now's the time to jump ship. It was yeah. just like something I'll do on the side, it's just, you know, let it build kind of thing. And then, you know, the money went there. So I was like, you know, let me just leave the bus for a little bit and mm. just concentrate on other things and I'll get back round to it. Then um, what happened? What was the, the character going to happen again? I think it was 2000, so that was 2017, in 2018, the very beginning of 2018, and I was just, um, I moved to Bristol to get the foster home yeah, together, right? Yeah. So um, I was like, all right, we're going to get back, we're going to get the project back together, but I need to try and find someone that can fund it properly, yeah. because this kind of intermittent funding, you deliver a project for a week, what kind of relationship can you do yeah, yeah, exactly, with a yeah. complex young person yeah. in a week? Like, mm -hmm. what is this? Do you know what I mean? You so, time, yeah. I, was, I need to really figure out, I need time, you know? So, mm. I said to everyone, and we'll get back to it, but just not right now, innit? Like, let me just concentrate on life and I'll get back on, yeah. on it. Then, um, se um, 2nd of January, 10.30, I get a phone call from police, like, yo. In fact, it was my wife. Yeah, she phoned me, she was like, oh, Rico's been stabbed and I was like Rico that's my son my older yeah. son and I was like what are you talking about like wow. it just doesn't make sense it would just be like someone phoning and say yo you've been stabbed like yeah, you'd be yeah, like yeah. what the what do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean it like make sense. it doesn't make sense it just yeah. doesn't even compute and I was yeah. just like this is mad like what so I was he, like, you got stabbed 10 yeah, times right I got stabbed 11 times 11 wow 11, 11 times. times so it's a blessing that he's still walking like we saw crazy. him yesterday you wouldn't yeah, even you wouldn't even think you wouldn't know in it like he's very he's very Mature and yeah, dealt, I mean, dealt with it emotionally. Yeah, well. that's, well. that's just down to the very village well. effect, right? Mm. It's not just us, it's like a whole family support network, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, he got stabbed 11 times. Um, and then the next phone call that I got was from the police, and there's like, he ain't gonna make it. So, wow. yeah, we, wow. we suggest that you get down to the hospital as soon as, because we don't see him, he's not gonna make it. Wow. I'm in Bristol, I'm two hours away, right? So, yo, I've got like a two hour drive down to London, and I'm like, oh my god, like, my phone's there and I'm just like, I just don't want my phone to ring. So yeah. there's two things. I don't, I'm, I believe in the power of prayer. I don't, I don't know where people are with it, but I believe in the power of prayer. Specifically, if you're in a mad situation mm -hmm. and that prayer is aligned to your true feelings, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Exactly. And that's the only time that I tend to pray. Like, I don't have wasted prayers. I do now, I give thanks to the universe or whatever yeah. the higher energy is. That's, yeah. that's me in it. But, like, I know that prayer actually works because I, that was what I prayed for was that, listen, keep them alive, don't make my phone ring. And it was because I didn't want that phone call in the way because someone was yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, to me, oh, that, he's passed, right? So, that two-hour drive, what, what yeah. was going through your mind? That was it. That just, was it. Just, 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 that was my prayer all the way down. Wow. That was my meditation. That was my, my thing. Yeah. You know, don't let my phone ring, keep Rico alive. Don't let my phone ring, keep Rico alive. And I kept that mantra up until I reached St. Mary's Hospital, yeah. got in there and the whole family was there and, you know, was that like, what's going on? It was like, yeah, he's fighting, da -da -da -da, lost a lot of blood, that kind of thing. I was like, all right, cool. So I just sat down on my meditation and that. Then when we saw him, I was like, I think he might make it, you know? And then it was just like, well, okay, what's the condition afterwards? And then it's been the whole process to rebuild him after that, because then he had yeah, to yeah. lost in the bag. You know, it was stabbed 11 times. He was, so he was in Rainer's Lane. So we have to ask the story. The context behind that yeah. is that um, this is just after New Year's. I spoke yeah. to him and my son in New Year's, like, happy New Year's, you look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll be down 
um, on I was going down the same day anyway, yeah, so, yeah. so I'll be down on on, on on the second or the third. Yeah. So we'll meet up and we'll go and have dinner and that. So it's like yeah, cool. Um, he was walking my young uh, my younger cousin yeah. back to the train station because um, they all stayed at the house, and he's walking back to the train station um, down by Rainer's Lane. And then um, he said that when he was down, you know, um, he kind of noticed some guys with hoodies and he was weren't too sure what was going on. Mm. Next thing you know, he realised he was running after them. Wow. So he just started to run with my cousin. And they ran and then um, they got split up. And Enrico ran into a cul-de-sac and oh. all the guys ran with him. Jeez. And they just started stabbing. Mm. Um, yeah, stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. You see, he just started screaming. And then on the last scream, I think someone turned the light on and that's when the, the guys ran off Jeez. and um, honestly the, per the people that turned the light on they saved his life yeah. and then yeah. and as well as that he didn't he couldn't move so he crawled to the door on his, with, on his arms wow. and that's what saved him if he stood up he would have died because his arteries were hit if he just stood up he would have died wow. and because wow. he just laid and dragged himself to the door the people that answered the door, it, so it just so happens to be it was his friend from secondary school mm -hmm. that recognised him. Wow. Her uncle knew the life-saving techniques and yeah. pressed towels in the right place, this kind of yeah. thing. Air ambulance came and took him and, you know, he's here. So, so, was, so yeah. did you feel, did you feel sort of, the same, it's kind of, it's kind of like the same people you're trying to help. Yeah. Or the same people that. Yeah, yeah, it was mad. Did you kind of feel like. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah, for certain. So for Your me, energy though, it must have been everything. Yeah, it was all over the shop. I mean, uh, you know, the first part is like, you, for, for me, it was just like someone harming your child and you know your child wouldn't harm a fly. Right. Yeah. You know, you wish death on everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, and you're kind of like, nah, like, I want to know who did this kind of yeah. situation because that's me and I, there's, there's not many things that I put my, myself to fighting for, but when yeah. it's my family, I'm willing to die straight away for his, for his life. I'm doing whatever yeah, yeah, to protect yeah. mine. It's like, no one ain't going to take my family. That's the other part of me yeah, and yeah. then there's this other part of me which is where you got to be responsible yeah, and you want another family to go through this side yeah, of things and yeah. all of this stuff so there was this internal conversation and conflict that I was having at the time so I just said you know what like on a real note like higher force again like if my son comes out of this situation alive and well like in the next four months then I'm going to really reassess my values you know yeah, in terms of what absolutely. I'm willing to do and what yeah. I'm not willing to yeah, do you yeah, understand yeah. But I've got to be real, that was, that was a dialogue within me, innit? Yeah, like, I know some people are kind of like, nah, yeah, But it's nah, only just... natural, innit? Well, I, so... Did you ever, like, ever find out who, who did it all? It was weird, I can get to that in a minute, oh, so it's, it's all kind of strange, but... I'm waiting for this one, you know, I'm captivated by episode three. I'll cut this up. But, um, yeah, so the first part was just like, you know, if my son gets through this and he's got, like, full physical health, Mm. Psychologically, I'm I'm confident that I can get him back to being the human that he needs to be. You know, so um, um, he was he got stabbed with a sword as well, like, a sword, and the sword like pierced his back, oh, and it word. went and it tore through his anal cavity. Oh. So he couldn't even shit, couldn't do nothing. He had to use a colostomy bag, and I think that was the hardest one for him because a lot of them were stab wounds here and there, yeah. but that one, you know, physical pain, and then yeah. actually. You know, Rico's a physical guy, you know, he, I mean, up until then he was doing a lot of PT work, so his okay. body was looking good, yeah. and he prides himself on his looks and his body, you know, so it was just like, whoa, this guy's going to have to have a colostomy bag, wow. and at the time they couldn't say whether it was for life, or we didn't know what the situation was, mm -hmm. you know, but um, thank God, you know, everything progressed the way that it did, and, you know, the colostomy bag went, and, you know, he kind of had to, you know, get himself back to full physical health again, so, again, like I said, the conversation that I had internally, which was that I'm not putting up with this, like someone whoever's done this has to pay. Mm -hmm. yeah. That conversation became null and void because I kind of promised 
if he gets through the situation, yeah. I've got to question my own motives, yeah. you understand? So again, it was just like, all right, cool. Like I've got to leave that side behind now. And now I just focus, it was like, I was getting contract calls. Everyone's like, nah, I don't want to do nothing. I'm just focusing on my son right now and then mm. we'll see in it. And then, um, yeah, so then I was going through this, the, the, that kind of relapse of like, you know, I don't even know if I want to work with young people like this anymore. You mm. know what I mean? Like, this is my son that's innocent. And this yeah. is, you know, I'm getting targeted in the situation. Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. nah. Like I didn't know if I wanted to do it anymore, to be honest with you. And then um, when I was in Brussels, uh, no, I done one more project actually. I done one more project in South London, and um, I kind of felt, I kind of felt myself getting back into the groove again a little bit. Yeah. But I was still not sure if that was what I wanted to do again. And um, I parked my bus in in a place called Hem I think it was Hemel Heath. Mm. Um, it was a farmer up there that, that allowed me to park my bus up there, and. Um, parking my bus up there and it broke down one night on my way yeah, to the farm yeah. so it was a bit away from the farm yeah. so I said to him look is it going to be cool here he's like ah it's, it's the heath God. we haven't had any crime it's you know it's a village we all look out for each other I'm like alright cool I saw it on ITV by the way yeah <laughs> next thing you know lo and behold the arson attack, arson attack set yeah. the bus on fire it's gone but why? So, that, it, to me, that just doesn't make yeah, sense. Just like. don't mess around with board country, you. You don't know what it is. There's a match. There's a bus. Let's just burn it. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> so, um, yeah, they just burned, they were just bored and burned the bus, basically. And then um, that fire kind of ignited me because it was one of those ones where I was driving my bus in Bristol because mm -hmm. I moved to Bristol for a bit, so I was doing driving in Bristol. And the guy called me and he was just like, oh my God, just I don't know how to tell you this. And I was like, oh, what's up? He goes, the bus, it's gone. So I'm like, it's gone? Oh, what? They told it. And he goes, no, it's gone. I goes, gone weird. Like, where's it gone? It's <laughs> <laughs> suspense. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? He's like, no, he didn't want to tell me. Yeah, he yeah. felt away and he felt responsible because yeah, it's a yeah. village, right? Yeah. He vouched yeah. for the village. So he was like, no, it's gone. It's like, it's not, there's no bus, bruv. Mm. So I'm like, what happened to it? He goes, no, it's been burnt. There's no bus left. Wow. So I'm like, oh, so I'm like, all right, cool, listen. He goes, I'm going to send you the picture. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, believe, I believe you. Do you want to no, see the evidence? <laughs> Don't do none of that right now. So I've always kind of done driving jobs from like doing touring and all the rest of it. I've always been on the road kind of thing. And mainly for me, it's like with bus driving in particular, for some people, they don't like the profession, but for me, I enjoyed it because I like yeah. people. Yeah. A lot of bus drivers don't like people. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it's where all my ideas come because no one can contact me. Yeah. I can't have no phone or nothing. So it was, the, it was the one yeah. place where I held my meditation. Yeah. Yeah. So I go into a bus, a bus thing and I miss people stop sometimes because I'm putting the world to right. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm having conversations yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm really developing myself in that journey. So when you told me this at the time, I was at one in the Bristol. And um, I said, look, I'm going to call you, but I just, just don't tell me anything more in it. And literally in between the drive to the other side of Bristol, I said, right, you've got to get everything back. And everything's going to be bigger than what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's going to happen. That's don't worry it. about it. I know you're pissed right now. Because you know it's like a gut. You know when the worst news happens and you get that gut feeling? Yeah. yeah. Like, right. like just everyone's just, just, you can't get rid of your guts. Series, right? yeah. A series of things that were happening. Yeah, so my like, son just survived and then Rico that, and I was just like, right. Okay. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, again. I'm done. Yeah, so. Exactly. It's the same thing. I call the phone me. He's like, yo, like, bruv, like, what more? Like, what more? I'm like, nah, bruv. It's cool, like, what's your bounce back? What's your bounce back? Mm, he goes, yeah, I said, no, what's your bounce back? No, what's your... Yeah. So then, um, literally, I thought, um, the Evening Standard put out an article about Rico, mm. about the stabbing, and um, I was vexed about it, but I thought, it's not the time. I'll get back to this at some point, right? And this was a point in Davenport. Yeah. 
And I said, yo, you ran a story about my son and they didn't like it mm. because there was no context. It was just like another black boy killed, yeah, right? Yeah, or sorry, so-called stabbed, right? Yeah, so yeah. I was like, you didn't um, contribute to the fact that I'm a, you know, I'm a social activist and I'm working with young people. Mm. You didn't even include the fact that my wife's been investment banking for like mm. over 13 years and is, is a senior investment bank, bank manager. Like yeah. really, like we're, we're middle class, black folk, but yeah. you just dealt with us like on a working yeah. class level, which I don't yeah. mind, yeah. but yeah. keep that up in it, keep yeah. that energy up for everyone else. Because yeah. when, when Madeline's it. gone missing and her parents are doctors and all the rest yeah. of it, the whole, the whole country comes to a standstill, yeah. right? Yeah. But when my son gets stabbed, and I'm a worker, I work for TFL, I'm in yeah. management, I bought my own bus, bus to, yeah. to combat the situation. Yeah. Yeah. What, I'm not someone to be aware of your mention. Mm. So you're just like, listen, I'm so sorry, like come down to our offices, da 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 da. So I said, all right, cool. So I said, I ain't got time for that. What I need to do right now, here's a story. My bus has just been burnt down. I need to put it in the evening standard yeah. come next two days. Yeah. Here's the, here's the, here's the, um, the, the, the um, contact to raise the money and all that stuff. It was like mm. a GoFundMe account. So mm. here it is, put this up, put it out there. Just get my money raised in it. And he was like, all right, cool, I'll do whatever. Mm. So gave him the story, he pushed it out. And like that story kind of was weird because ITV came to the project the week before. Mm. They got bent down and they, wow. you know, they recorded the whole thing. I phoned them back. Yeah, you got to come back. I've got no bus. So they came back and that's where you saw the filming. So yeah. I was just like, right, I need to like use the media for my own purposes. Yeah. It's not for me. Mm. You get me? I've got yeah. no, I've got no qualms using their tools when it comes to my young yeah, people, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's what it is. So by the time I phoned the farmer back, I was like, right, this is what I've done. And I'm going to come down to the farm in two days time with ITV. We're going to come down. Me and you are going to be in the press together. We're going to take photos and rah, rah. He was like, yeah, look, whatever it takes in it. And then that was literally the journey to getting everything back. And yeah. then some, um, a person called Anna, Annabelle came to my, my bus when it was fully functioning. She's like, look, you're doing a great job down here. Yeah. And she came at the point, remember I told you I didn't really want to do the job, but mm -hmm. I just did it anyway. Yeah. She came to that, to that, to that service. Yeah. And then um, she's like, I'm going to nominate you for this award called um, um, Leap, Leap Awards. Yeah, and okay. Leap are like a really big charity. Um, grassroots charity and they acknowledge other grassroots charities oh, but they've got an annual an annual ceremony in um in, in the Bloomberg building in yeah. central London where they invite all grassroots and then you know winners and stuff like that mm. so she said if just if you're nominated this big because from that nomination you can kind of whatever whatever and I said yeah, yeah whatever so she's true to her word she nominated we went um and the day that I went I was with Rico and this was like the first time that Rico was like colostomy bag free, wow, you know, okay. and he was like, yeah, can you drop me to the barbers? And I'm like, it was sunny as well. I was like, you good to make this journey? He's like, yeah, yeah I'm on it. So I'm like, right, cool, dropped into the barbers, jumped out of the car and was walking and I was literally crying. Really? So, yeah, let's touch on, on Rico's, um, you know, unfortunate yeah, incident. Yeah, just to finish, so I started crying in that, yeah. but he didn't see it and went to the barbers and that. then I drove to the award ceremony yeah, yeah, and then um, they, Read out, and the winner is you know, Borders. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa dude, kind of thing. Mad, it was crazy, dude. it was crazy. That's so, big. gave big. a speech, it was quite emotional, as you can imagine. Yeah. And then, um, there was some guys there from um, uh, bank, an investment company called uh, Miriam, Miriam yeah. Investment Group. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, they just heard the story and they were just like, Listen, we've been following the story and everything else. Like, we want to buy you a, a bus. I'm like, wow. Oh, for real, That's they were wow. like, For real, for real. So, I was like, oh, Okay, cool come to the office next week, we'll cut you a check. I was like, cool. Jeez. And that, the bus that you came on, that okay, was the bus okay. that, that, that yeah, you bought, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, halfway through Sonos, the wireless speaker yeah, company, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they contacted me from America and I was like, look, we've been following you, we've seen the stuff that you're doing, we want to get involved in the UK. Um, well, I think it's a worldwide movement, so it was yeah. France, America, Cali, and like, Germany. 
and they want me to be the London representative for their wow. grassroots initiative. So that's okay, cool, that sounds indeed. cool. And they came through, gave us equipment, and gave me funding for the year. So it was like, wow, so it's the first time I've blocked funding down for the year, so now we can yeah, actually yeah. do the work now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so keep it going as well. Yeah, keep it going, building it, get more contracts in and stuff like that. So, but like I said, all these kind of things happen, um, came to me at weak points and strong points, yeah. you know, but the, the focus was to really do what you see us doing now. Mm. That's, mm. it. that's, that's it. big, that's big, man. That's that was a bad That's one. a story, man. That's, that's a story, story. Bro. That's yeah, a story. Yeah, bro. That's I, 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 I forgot. I was even. Right. I forgot what I was for a second. This is my show. Justin Social. Justin Social. That's it. That's it. We're in trouble. Well, you know, I mean, you speak about your son and that tragic incident. Yeah. How did he recover? I mean, I mean, I've been stabbed. I got wow. stabbed 15 years ago. Wow. And your son looks like he recovered really well mentally. Yeah. For me, I, I, I kind of went into my shell. Right. I didn't want to go out. I was, right. And after I got stabbed, I was carrying a knife. Wow. Because I felt like I needed protection. Wow. You know. Yeah. You know. I was once I was fearless. Wow. And now I became fearful. Okay. Okay. You know okay. So I was just like, how did you? help him recover in that mental well mental. i think um to be honest with you it, i mean me and rico shay's mum we've been together since she was 15. wow so and probably got married when i was around 27 i think nice yeah so i think all of that is what goes into what you see with that if that makes sense yeah. do you know what i mean so yeah. He's always been in that kind of family setting. I've always been that kind of guy, go get her. You know, mum's yeah, been the, yeah, yeah. the anchor for the family, holding it down, you know. So yeah. he's been in that and in that, you know, mum, grandparents, like that whole thing. We've got like yeah. a massive village, like, you yeah. know. So he's never been alone and we've never been like a nuclear family, only focused on us, you know. Yeah, I've yeah. always been like, yeah, my family's cool, hold this, let me go and work with more families that need help, kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. So he's always been part of that process. So. From the from his recovery angle, like you know, there's pictures of Rico for his. He had his twenty first birthday in the hospital, oh, right? Wow. Um, and it's jamming there. It's packed. You wow. know, he couldn't move in there. The in there's not hot, brother. In there was. Did a father go and drop some yeah. ice? No, he, he was he was in Thailand. All oh, okay, time, cool, So cool, he was cool. mad. He was mad. You know, he's like, oh, bro, I think it's Thailand, or LA. Yeah, but yeah, he's like, yeah. as soon as I get back, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But his mum. You know, she came to us for every single day, you know, and that's what I mean. It's like, it's not just our family, it's the extended family. And we have to tell people, like, not today, you know, he's going through physical pain, he was on morphine, you know, it was a lot of stuff going on with him at the time. Yeah. But um, I think the only, the way that he got through it, you'd have to talk to him at some point. Yeah, but I'd love to. And from what I understand, it was just really the fact that it's family, innit? And like, yeah. we've constantly been on our children, you know, mm -hmm. and, and like, when, we're too close to it sometimes. There's other people that were stepping in and intervene, you know, yeah, and be like, yo, da -da 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 -da, that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. this is where the village network is, is essential. Mm. And I think um, a lot of these, these principalities, we're, we're, we're losing them. Exactly. And we're, we're more focusing on, yeah. on nuclear, you know, my house is nice, my hedge is nice. Yeah, We've got two cars, we've yeah, got a few exactly. holidays. It's all about us, do you know what I mean? And I think we need to really get back into that village yeah. network, because if it weren't for that, you know, where would I be? Do you exactly. know what I mean? Where would exactly. Rico be in exactly. that sense? So I would say it's the, 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 the age-old African principles of a, of a village yeah. network, you know? Yeah. And, you know, when we're, you know, at times I fall short or, you know, mum's tired or exhausted, yeah. ever people step up, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. But we was quite 
clear about therapy. Mm. Therapy playing, playing a key part and he wasn't too keen on it, you know, but I think we accessed it here and there. Yeah. You could see where therapy was actually helping. I love that, because yeah. not, not many of us, I didn't go therapy. Yeah. I just dealt with it as time went on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, you, know, you mentioned a good point there about family. Yeah. You know, um, do you think that's the main, well, not the main reason, that's one yeah. of the reasons why these kids are getting into the whole gang mm. violence and because, you know, they don't have a home to go to. Right. And a house doesn't make a home. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's, it's, it's strange because, I mean, I think for me personally, I mean, on the, on the come up as a young one, mm. I've, I've always had like a, a, a really steady family environment. Yeah. And we're, this is where I say village is important because with my mum and my dad's relationship was a little bit complicated. Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad was like a, a modern day rock star. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? He was, just, he was just out there doing his own stuff and making money and buying cars from Park Lane and just living yeah. that. So I was like literally like this, this kind of like middle class kid in the hood. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'd play out in Lacoste tracksuits. Like, I had all the latest computers, and everyone would come to my house. I was the first kid with Sky. Wow. I just had all this stuff. Just drip was strong. Yeah, I just had all this stuff going on, and it yeah. was just like, but I, my, you know, I never had brothers and sisters yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same age group, so it was me, Casasukas, everyone come kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, my mum and my dad's relationship was quite complicated, you know, but my mum's parents, um, grandma and granddad in Bristol, they were like everything for me, you know, they were in love love, you know what I mean, like they, that's where every Easter we went, every Christmas we went, mm. and that's like the whole family, so there's nine children, 24 grandkids, you know, it was just chaos, you know, and it was just like, oh, the house ain't big enough, right, we just built an extension, uh, the extension ain't big enough, right, we just buy the house across the road, because <laughs> those were the first hustlers yeah, for me, yeah, my yeah. grandma and my grandma had hustled, you know what I mean, like, all nine of their children had had a house. And yeah. I'm not, I don't mean like a flat. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about three-storied houses, like yeah. those St. Paul's and all of that, them yeah. old houses. Like, that's what they're all on, isn't it? Wow. So they came over with nothing and built like a empire of like two and a half million Jeez. and then went back to Jamaica, right? But like, Simple. they had the biggest food store in Glastonbury. So every year I was in Glastonbury, I was Jeez. like this black hippie kid. You were in the toilet. You were in the Jack and all those guys, they, we, we, they had the only 24-hour restaurant period in Glastonbury mm. for over 10 years and it was Caribbean food so you know like, and like my, my uncles were African dancers my aunties they had a band called Ekeme for your research yeah, yeah. Ekeme were massive throughout the 80s and stuff yeah, so yeah. like there's all this cultural hub and all this love landed so mm. for me when I was like five and people would say like oh Justin what do you want to be when you're older mm. I said a married man and people would just laugh, they'd be like, what, this yeah. little kid talking about a married man? But that, that, those two made me happy. Like, they informed me and, you know, that's what I said, that, that's where the village becomes important. So even though your immediate sentence might not be the best, you know, you see that, you know, um, Will Smith goes to Fresh Prince, you know, goes, yeah, goes, goes yeah. to um, Bel Air, right? So yeah. his home, home setting went the best, but he stays with a family yeah, and yeah. everything kind of works out for him. Yeah, yeah. And that was me with my grandparents. So I think a lot of these young people sometimes where we've kind of kind of geared ourselves for this kind of like this westernization of living family where it's just you and yours that's mm. all that's important do mm. you know what I mean yeah I think like when that breaks down what's your supporting network around that mm. do you see what I'm saying to you like for real I'm my, my, my sons and my sons and they, they they get portions of me mm. but I'm a father to many and yeah. it's not always right because my, my sons don't always get you know I'm always that guy I'm always yeah. gonna run but mm. I'm, there's so many youths out here with no father guidance, do you know what I mean? I don't really know about male love and male attention. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, that's just part of what I'm, I'm about. That's what I do in it. Yeah. So it's just 
if you're not in the best setting, you can still create something, you know, from what you've seen, of you course. know, you can see something, oh, okay, that looks like normality. Yeah, yeah. You can create it for yourself. And I think a lot of uh, young people, it's complicated because, you know, when I was growing up, I went through the, the road situation, mm. you know what I mean? I went through all of that stuff, but I was always con convicted by my own inner beliefs, irrespective of yeah. my peers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we went through a stage where we were selling crack and it was just like, raw. So what happened to me was, one of my guys is doing life now, and that was that was my bench. Like you see us together all the time, right? And this guy was like, um, we was in Grove one night, both of us selling crack and shit. Mm. And then he was, and then um, a pregnant woman came to my car, heavily pregnant though. She wow. was like eight months, like any minute now. Yeah. She'd be coming, right? <laughs> so she come over and she's like, yeah, da 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 da. So I'm like, yo, move from the car, man. You're crazy. Like, you mean do to your baby? You mad? Yeah. And like she was so alright, alright. So she walks off and that. Then my guy looks at me and he was just like, bruv, like, what are you doing? So I'm like, no, what do you mean? And he's like, bruv, what do you want, bruv? Like, you don't think she'd be smoking crack the whole pregnancy? Like, what are you talking about? Jeez. So I'm like, yeah. And he's like, bruv, listen, we're out here to make money, bruv. I don't know what you're thinking. Mm. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he jumped out the car, went, shot her, came back to the car and that. We drove back to my hostel and I was just like, when we reached there, I was just quiet, like, and he was just like, yo, what's up? So I'm like, bruv, I'm good, you know. Just gave him my cracks, I'm not on it. Yeah. And he was just like, for real? He's like, no, no, just if anything, just don't. So now nah, I'm not on it, because I know the cycle. If I can't sell to a pregnant woman, then yeah. what am I doing, innit? Like, yeah. just, there's a cycle behind that, innit? So I'm just not on it, bro. Mm. And that's what I mean, like, I don't, I didn't, even though I was in peers, peers and that, we had that confidence to be ourselves, innit? So yeah. I knew you were just you're like, all right, cool, like, you're not on it. No, nah, I'm not on it, bro. Mm. So you can still link me, we're still boys and that, but that's not for me, you get me? Like, mm. but, um, a lot of these young people, even when they're involved in things, they get these same science, they get these same things that I'm talking about, mm. and they're ignoring them because they're in their local peers, you understand? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. nah, when you get this, when you get that little flash, do something with it. Like, yeah, don't yeah. sit down and wait for no one to, to, to give your own soul credibility. Yeah, Make yeah. a move on it, you understand? Yeah. So I think that's what's kind of protected me. Anytime I've got in too deep into a situation, I've been seeing, I've seen certain things. And when we get back to the family setting, like the guys that were selling crack, like we go, I go to their house and I'm like, whoa. Like I thought like, you know, Caribbean households were just strict, you know, your mum yeah, would beat you, yeah, anything yeah, could yeah. go down. Nah, these guys are like, mum, where's my crack? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. It was crazy, it was crazy and like. But that's, that, that does happen though. Like you'll go to someone's house and, you know, their parents will be doing stuff. Yeah, it was, I, mean? I, I never understood it. I never stuff. understood it. I never understood like, mum involved, grandma involved. I'm like, what? So, that made me understand that my family settings, I was actually quite privileged, yeah. do you know what yeah. I mean? I had like a really good upbringing. So yeah. seeing all of that and knowing this road that I was going down, I just knew that it went right. It, it, my moral compass, I was off of it, you understand? Mm -hmm. So it was like, nah, nah, get back to your, to your, to your belief in it. Yeah. And then obviously having Rico at 17, that was again for me like, all right, cool. Road life done in it, like yeah. let me focus yeah. on family life kind of thing. So again, it's just, there's a lot of pe young people out there that are doing things not necessarily because they're they're in it. They're just in it to cause other people are in it. You yeah, understand? But you got yeah. you got to check your own spirit. Mm. Know where you're at. So you see, you like borders. Obviously, like they, they focus on supporting like at risk youths. Yeah. Like, what would be like the key signs that parents and like teachers and police should, should look out for for well, these at risk? I mean, when, when we're talking about at risk, you're talking about um, people always got this thing about this whole single single mum thing, right? Yeah. And this is it. I'm not gonna shy away from the fact that okay single mums, you know, for me, that's just a person that needs extra support. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all these opinions around single mums, it's not useful. Mm. Because the reality is, a woman that's got a child in her stomach for nine months 
at no point is she envisioning this child not having no father figure. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Real. All right, if the relationship breaks down, but she's not actually thinking, yeah, I'm never going to have to deal with a dad. Yeah. Like, it's not the case. No, it's no, just no, no. nine times out of ten, I find men are the ones that are severing these relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, not saying that, you know, women are perfect or whatever you're not, but what, my thing is like, if you've walked away from a relationship, you've got to work twice as hard now. Because mm. now you've got to support someone financially. She's, she's the mother of your children. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you've got to support her financially. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. guys, oh, well, what if she buys this one? Well, so what if she buys that? Yeah. Just support, innit? Yeah, like, yeah. get the thing supported. And your children, like, you've got to make a safe space for your children. Like, yeah. If you've broken up with mum, cool. Have you got a situation where you can spend a week with you out of the month? Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Stop putting this whole thing on mums and all that kind of stuff and start stepping up to what it is, you understand? Mm -hmm. So for me, that's always been my, my ethos, isn't it? Like I've always wanted my children around me. Me and mum, you know, 17, 18, jealous, going from a mode. But it was like, boy, family's important, you know? Yeah, we could real. fight, we might break up, but I'm like, no, no, like, let's get it back let's on point. And my family, like, yeah, yeah. I've always <laughs> fought for it, if that made sense, right? So I just think that single mums is, is an indicator that something might could happen here, yeah, right? Yeah. And then it's that young person who's in school, are they getting support? So if their dad's not around. Yeah, be big on school. He listen, keeps saying I'm, school. I'm being honest, school, I, believe, school. I, believe, I believe something can be done in schools. Definitely. Um, yeah, you've got, you got ex you. people being expelled. Yeah. They just get sent back to the road. They'll yeah, tell yeah. to their mom that, you know, I'm going to school, but yeah, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. school. I was, in, I was in a student referral unit, right. and the person that I was with, right. he was. He was in, instrumental in sort of guiding me away from that nonsense right. and thinking about the future. Right. Um, and he even done it with, with a few people. Some of them have become footballers, some of them mm -hmm. are doing big things. Some of them even went back to work at the school because mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so my school wasn't, if you got expelled, yeah, yeah they'll send you to the streets or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there should have been something more done. They well, should have forced these people to is, go to these this, I mean, I mean it's, it's, been, it's common knowledge now, isn't it? Like expulsions lead to crime. Mm -hmm. The two are not, you can't separate them no more. No, They're married, they're twin, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, as well as that, if you've got a young male growing up, I mean, it's, it's the women as well. So again, it's something that doesn't, that, that doesn't get mentioned. Women get left out of this conversation. They're involved too. But um, again, you've got single parent families that like what support, emotional support, is that young person getting because they need it yeah. now they need it you know what i mean yeah. if there isn't a father figure now they actually need it and, and you know where's that intervention yeah. where, where is that kicking in so yeah single parent is one of the indicators um um known to social services is another indicator yeah. financial financially deprived background another indicator um, expelled from school another indicator yeah. and known to police is another indicator so yeah. these are the five things that they they, they can actually say, say yeah, okay, if someone is one of these five things, this is someone that might go on to, you know, commit crimes yeah. or whatever, you know. Do you feel like they need to start working within the communities? To kind um, of schools? Schools, people, anyone, anyone. Yeah, like, work with all the governors because, get together and just exactly. tackle this. Because I mean, what you we go to conventions a lot, so yeah. sorry to cut you. No, so, because what we know is the most poverty-stricken communities are yeah. the ones where the most violence is happening. Yeah. And that's, that's not just London, we're yeah. talking, mm. you know, like you said earlier, Lancashire. Yeah, Lancashire, yeah, like, Lancashire, this is, sorry. This is, you know, you know, people don't understand that poverty is a design. You know, we all seem to think, oh, you know, we're just, you know, hard, that. no, it's a design. You've got to design poverty. It's not yeah. something that just people just wake yeah. up in it. Yeah. You've got to design it, right? Exactly. If you can spend 30 million on a royal wedding one day, and that's our money, by the way. Wow. Yeah, uh, you can't spend 30 million in the area. 
if over five years. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Right, to improve yeah. it, like for real. And it's it's it's, it's 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 just I see money being sucked from one area and being prioritised for a government government spend on that situation. Mm. But then there's nothing here. Why are school teachers the worst paid people? Exactly. Like, yeah. How does that work? I'm a teacher as well. Yeah, yeah. How does how does that work? Yeah. Like for me, how does that work? They should be boarding. They should yeah, be the people that come in. Yeah, yeah they should it. be coming to school. But, but this is like, all the young people look like, whoa! You see the car, or you see how they look fly. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they should. Yeah. No, it's no, because that's an inspiration. And then there's those kind of things that young people actually look up to. Of course, of course. If you're a teacher and you go and you got your swag on and they're looking at you, they're like, wait a minute. Trust me, the kids rip us. Yeah. It takes is Google. I'll oh, yeah, so you yeah. teach you only earning 30k yeah, yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. What are you doing? You and then me? all of a sudden you, you feel, feel like me? shit. These, like, for me, it's like. They got it backwards. Yeah. Society has all these things backwards. The people that are picking up rubbish, if they don't pick up rubbish for a week, you know how bad the place smells? Yeah. There are no wages. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not doing that. So yeah. if you tell me someone's on 100 bags a year, go on, yeah, do your thing. Exactly. Do your thing, because I'm not on it. You know yeah, the ones yeah, that are like, this, that should be it. Like The people that are working in the hardest aspects of our society, they should be rewarded the most, you know, it shouldn't be the other way around. For real. So um, I think that when it comes to where, where we are with young people in particular right now, we're at a point where lip service ain't going to do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying to you? Lip service ain't doing it. I've been in secondary schools, been in primary schools, and I'm like, wow, we've got to catch these guys young. Yeah. This is it. You know what I mean? Funny if I actually met um, two people at your, your event. Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe one of them, Tom Unlocking, unlocking, yeah, yeah. unlocking yeah. potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they said they've, they've opened up a primary school, get them young from five to, was it 11? Yeah. And then they've also opened up a, a student referral unit as yeah. well, mm-hmm. which is big. So, Very you know, these people that aren't even from this community. Yeah. yeah. Have seen, okay, this community needs it. Yeah. But this is, this is what hurts. Like, why why is my funding coming from private backers? And this is what I was going to say. Is what I'm saying to you? Like, yeah. How does that work? Like, yeah. I'm working with young people in the borough that need extra support, that need our help and all the rest of it, and the council don't seem... Yeah. You're telling me about austerity. How does that work? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not feasible to me. And it's like, I just know that. I always say if this was, if these crimes were happening in Eton, Cambridge, Oxford, yeah. Finished. Yeah, yes. Finish. It's done. It's done. Game over. Plug it out. It's yeah. not happening. Exactly. Before quickly. it even begins. Like, yeah, quickly. It's done. And this, and even the riots show that. Mm. The riots could happen in all the little garrisons and that. Great. The moment the riots moved to Kensington, whoa, gun police like rust. They were out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What let's see what. Let's see what's happening now. Yeah. It's a whole different animal. And that's what I mean. Like the things that which are prioritised and not prioritised, it just takes a little bit of tension and you see w- what it really is, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wait, we're, we're subsidising the royal family. Yeah. These guys don't pay taxes, they're yeah. all right. And I've got nothing against the royals. Like, yeah. Big up, if that's what you want to celebrate within your country, do yeah. your thing, innit? Yeah. My whole thing is that, why are we still paying for that? Thank you. They've had an amazing right. head start in life. Yeah. You guys ain't struggling. Yeah. You've, you've yeah. Had a they will never struggle. You're <laughs> never going to struggle. <laughs> you own all the land. Mm-hmm. You're not broke, innit? Yeah, like, yeah. But yet still we've got broken homes, broken families. And it's like the questions that I'm, I'm raising, it's not even from a black perspective. It's just when I see, I, I travel a lot throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And when you see what's happened to white working classes, wow. you're just like, wow. The country's failed them big time. Really? Because we, we, we always see just black, black and but white. But do you know why that but is? It's, it's, they, they make it seem as if there was a racial thing. This is no, I mean, you start talking about like it's students being thing. failed throughout the country. Like, yeah. like, ain't no one being more failed than young white boys throughout this yeah, country. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 but, it's not yeah, a joke. I, I kind of feel like when when a black person does something good, yeah, um, you know, it's not big up. Kind of yeah, like what yeah, you were saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. soon as a soon as a black person does something wrong, 
the whole black community has to answer for it. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 It's to blame. But it's the same thing with terrorism. So everyone's going to get Muslim or Muslims now. But then you've got white supremacists who can go into a church and shoot it all up. Do you know what I mean? But they won't You remember, I'm a child of the 80s, right? So. I was growing up when the IRA was active. Yeah. 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 And these guys are blowing the city apart. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about blowing the city apart, right? Uh -huh. And not these ends. We're talking about financial district they were blowing yeah. up, right? Yeah. And there was no mention of white people. White terrorists. Yeah. You know what I mean? There weren't even no mention of Irish terrorists. Yeah. It was yeah. just say, what, what, what it was just, it was just IRA. Yeah. No, it was used. There was terrorists okay. being used back then, like, but it was synonymous with the IRA, yeah. right? So my whole thing is that, that that didn't become a colorized issue. That didn't become like a and it was blatant, it was Catholic, Protestant. Yeah, yeah, it didn't yeah, become yeah, a Catholic yeah. issue. I was mm. a Catholic kid, right? Mm. It didn't become that. So my thing is it's like be consistent. Yeah. Be yeah. consistent, isn't it? Like mm. let's go through the 80s headlines and look at what was being said for the IRA back then. Mm. Let's be clear, it wasn't all Irish people have to leave this country now. It wasn't all Irish people have to atone for for the terrorist as mm. aspect of their community. It wasn't that. It was accepted that these are rogue people within that community. And even so, recently, the IRA was brought up again yeah, yeah. Um, during the whole kind of Brexit uh, yeah, yeah. situation. And again, it was just the IRA. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. Irish people. No, no, I mean? no, that's, my, that's my point. So, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the time, I mean, we had an interview the other day on, on BBC um, for a morning television show. And we made one of, uh, one of our young people speak so from, from, the, from, the, from the org. And during the conversation, the presenter turns around and she says to him, ah, oh, so as a young black boy, how do you feel about all the stabbings? Yeah, yeah, yeah you see, how you gonna ask? How you gonna ask? Did you bite your tongue? Did you bite your tongue? Oi! No, swear, got real. Listen, so she was like, as a young black boy, how do you feel about all the stabbings in in, in, in London? So I, and and remember, it's kind of like semi-life, so they do mm -hmm. it like that, and then it's the uh, so. Yeah. She asks questions. We hop, we hop off the bus and that. There's more questions being asked, and we bang my back. And then it's just in the back of my mind, like, why the hell did she do that? Do yeah. you know what I mean? And a lot of the time, they, they, they'll, they'll qualify these kind of questions and they'll make your own people ask you. Yeah. So it's like, no, it's not an agenda. Like, someone <laughs> like you asked the question, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I've gone back upstairs and I'm already, my head's just like spinning. I'm like, oh, mad. So I've gone back upstairs and I'm like, Yo, is it just me? And then they're like, Yo, do it! I was like, Oh, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On this thing. All right, cool. Galvanized. Yeah. yeah. So I, I went outside. I said to the producer, Hear what I'm saying to you. So that black part, yeah. You're gonna have to um, take that out the yeah. question. And if you don't, there's no interview. Mm -hmm. And they was like, No, but we filmed. And I said, like, I don't care. Yeah. There was like, And what I do is like, I don't sign the clearance forms. I have them, mm -hmm. but I don't sign the shit away. I said, Yeah, cool. I'll yeah, we got them. So we'll get them over to you. But I never sign the clearance form. Yeah. So. I remind the producer, listen, I've got the clearance forms, I ain't signing nothing, I'm willing to drop the whole United Border stuff, I'm cool. Jeez. You're not going to ask a young black boy, how does he feel as a black person? When you judge white people, when, mm. if it's due, is that, let's have the duality then, yeah, innit? Like, yeah, if that's yeah, the case, yeah. I'm fine, innit? Mm. But when it's not for your own, how you, and these, like, the guys, particularly from YTI, mm. they are nothing to do with the ends. They don't yeah. even know about they this stuff. Know. They're yeah. like, what? So just this kind of racist assumption mm. that if you're black, you must know about knife crime. It's, it's crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, know, I, I wonder, wonder where do these people get the, this idea from? Well, yeah. it's, it, she's got her ears piercing, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's from upstairs, isn't it? It's just them saying, okay, well, ask them how as a young black boy. And she's yeah. she just concentrating on pitch Tonight. and delivery, right? Yeah. But you've got a question that, wait, where you coming with that one? No, yeah. I'm not asking that. What, what I will say as a young person, how do you feel? Cool, I'm yeah. cool with that. We're yeah. solution providers. You know, he was articulate about it, but I was prepared to hope to lose the whole thing, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was, I'm going to lose yeah, it all. It's not right, man. I'm, I'm not going to, like, you're, you're not going to have the rest of the country waking up like, oh, yeah, young yeah. black boys in London. Because yeah. that's the sentiment. It's like a black thing. 
No, no, it's not about that because young white life is being lost, lost all around the country. Yeah. Mm. Young Asians, Punjabs, etc. Yeah. Bangladeshi boys are being killed all around the country. Like this is a problem with philosophy. Mm. Young people have signed up for philosophy mm. that needs questioning, that needs you know hardcore questioning from yeah. all of us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, stop yeah, making yeah. black people the face of violence. Mm. You know what I mean? I, saw, I mean, I saw the clip where yeah. you had it out with Piers Morgan. That was, oh, that was the <laughs> delivery, the yeah. passion. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Man, that, that takes guts you, to shut you? up Piers Morgan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, mm. listen, I mean, from my standpoint, yeah. I think, I was saying this to these guys, I think yeah. stopping ser um, search should continue. Right. You know, not right. targeted, right. I just think it's good. Let's, mm. let's do the stopping search because, you know. No, we're going there for. Yeah? We're going there. On the subject of, what are you saying, stop a search? Stop a search. Um, How you feel about it? Well, me personally, I believe it's, it, it can, it, it's needed. Right. But you can't, you can't necessarily, I don't, I don't, I personally just don't believe police will not just focus on black people, black kids. Because the narrative right. is pointed in the direction of yeah. black youth. Well, the interesting thing about stop and search is that it never stopped. Okay. So even even yeah, when they yeah. say, well, stop and search, you know, we need to get it back at it, never stopped for us. Yeah. We was always, we're always at the top of the stop and search 100%. table. Mm. When the IRA was bombing the country, guess who was still getting more stopped and search than anyone else? Us. Swear. Yeah. So it's just one of those ones where for me, when you say we'll stop and search, I'm like, well, when did it stop? Mm. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's been a continuum for yeah. us. And we've got to be clear, like, I had a problem with stop and search when I was coming up because I, I had a moped. And it was like, I used to get stopped and searched weekly. That, to the point I wouldn't even tell my parents anymore. Mm. It would just be normal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get stopped and searched, yeah? Just accept it yeah. as a right of passage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's very embarrassing. Like, yeah. And then when police need to build strong, most of the police crime is solved by the community. Mm. Like 90% of police crime is solved by community. So now, if the community is no longer talking to the police, how are you going to solve the crimes? Mm. We know all the guys that are carrying out all the stupidness yeah. in the community, but we don't deal with police. So now you're going to solve that. Mm. Whereas if the police were a present, we pay for it. Mm. So why am I paying for someone to stop and search my child? Mm. And I know my child ain't up to no good. The kids are carrying out a lot of the stabbings and the road. Social workers know it's who. They know. Mm. I'm sitting on the meetings and I'm like, wait a minute. They know that this guy's part of a family that sells drugs, guns. He's been stopped with knives. So you know the people who... Yeah. It's not like they don't know. Yeah. It's not random. They know, innit? So I'm saying, all right, the guys that are carrying knives or have a history of it, target them. Yeah. Target them. Or if someone's been stabbed and they're more, they're more likely to carry, mm -hmm. cool, they might have to get stopped and searched. I'll accept that. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying to you? I'll accept that as a given. But when you just got your normal young black child, just yeah. happy-go-lucky, getting stopped and searched by police, it's an intimidating thing. Mm. Yeah. There's nothing easy about it. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Be a young man and people are going for your pockets and stuff. And you're yeah, on the you street. see everyone watching. Yeah, like, everyone's watching. Like, so it's like, like, it's they horrible. even stop like it's a... This like, the thing. Ooh, I wonder what he It's a horrible... It's a dehumanising experience, right? But if you're talking about... Stop and search, I don't think that's it. I think police presence is it. Yes. Yeah. Police walking on streets, yes. Because now you've got to think twice. I see it. Remember, yo, there's police on top of the road, you know? Okay. Everyone got to think twice, right? Cool, I'm with for that. We're paying for that service, right? So there's no reason why we should have lost that service. We've been paying for it. So when the, when the police have gone through their funding, We've got some stats up here. Yeah, we've got some. Yeah, we got some. Police funding cuts caused a loss of more than 20,000 officers since yeah. 2010. Like, they should be allying 
with the black community. Yeah, right. They should be like, look, we've lost 20,000 officers. How, you know, do you guys feel safe knowing there's no yeah. police presence? No, we don't. We actually yeah. want police presence because kids are running around feeling like there's no consequences yeah, exactly. to their actions. I'm perfectly happy with police presence. Yeah. But if you come to searches, make them targeted. Yeah. You know who you're looking for. Yeah. Do, your, do your work. Yeah. They're criminals, innit? Like, we're not going to say, oh, how can you stop Shanker Steve? No, yeah. we're cool. We're good with that. So yeah, this is yeah. this is the misconception and it all gets rolled into one narrative because you know we we're against stop and search because we're always targeted more heavily than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. People think that oh they just don't like police. No, we're cool mm. with police. Mm. But how about having police who come from the area, mm. who are not from Leeds mm. and yeah. they're coming to London for the first time, yeah. have already got their racial bias set, and then you put them into London. Yeah. How does that work? If you had even London white boys that grew up around the way, they'd know certain things because yeah. they've got black friends. Yes. Mm. They know what's up, they know what time yeah. it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. They've got Asian friends, they know what time it is, you know what I mm. mean? But when you're dealing with people who don't come from the actual borough itself and they're policing the borough, it's crazy. I can't go to Leeds and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Run shop in Leeds, yeah. it doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. You've got to get people who are from true. the area. So, mm. Metropolitan Police for a long time have been failing us because they can't recruit. And when they do recruit black officers to leave the Met, because of the internal racism that's going on mm -hmm. in there. McPherson report has, has them down as institutionally racist. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's someone who's looked at the police force and said, ah, actually, I've actually had a good look at this, Lord McPherson, by the way, mm -hmm. and he said, your, your institution is racist. Yeah. So it's on them to prove that they're not racist. It's mm -hmm. on yeah. them to now prove that, listen, we want to provide a service to you guys. And if they can't provide that service, cool. Give the community the budget to police itself then. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? We've yeah. got so many people unemployed that if we said, all right, here's a badge, here's some training, Police yourselves. Yeah. Because it happens. Yeah. Go to Golders Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. It happens <laughs> in Golders Green. Gold yeah. 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 yeah, there's no yeah. There's, I've, I've Jewish people, young Jewish people police their own community. They've got their own wow. police cars. Yes, they yes. drive around, they've got their walkie talkies. You see them on the high street. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. Wow. That's what I'm trying to say. Wow. Isn't it? it's, not, it's not revolutionary, wow. it's happening, yeah. right? So my whole thing is like, we want a service. We do want police presence. We, like, you can't hold a a massive event and there's no police there. Do you know what can happen? Do you see mm. what I'm saying to you? Mm. We're cool with it. But my thing is like, don't just stop anyone. So on the subject of Rico, imagine after his stabbing, yeah? yeah. The first time he actually um, mustered the confidence and could actually breathe long enough to walk on the street. He went to Kilburn to go and do some shopping and that, and he was walking and that. And the police stopped him in the high road and they're searching him. And they're like, oh, what's this? Colossal ah. bag, full of oh, excrement and food no. on the high street it's hot yeah so why have you got a jacket on it's hot like i don't wanna it's like listen i've been stabbed yeah i've got a colostomy bag here i like can we not do this here police officer Empty. raised it on the streets wow. nothing at all no like this is my point like you yeah. can't deal with everyone like that you yeah. gotta have power like, trip some of them have power trips. You gotta have dignity about the thing, yeah. innit? Like if, if if and you know Rico's a pleasant kid, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Funny, like, yeah. You could say to yourself, well, Cluster, what's that? Alright, hold on a minute. Get some police officers and say, let's go to the side here. What's the well, let me show yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, you yeah. see the cluster me, oh sorry, sorry about, about that. that. Yeah. yeah. What happened when, when they lifted it up? No, they they just oh, okay. Like that kind of situation. Yeah. There's no apology, yeah, 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 no yeah. nothing, but then Again, you destroyed someone's confidence in the police that doesn't have a relationship with the police. The first time my sons were stopped and searched was when they were 10 mm. and they were on their way back from table tennis mm. and they had table tennis rackets, police chips, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 they had yeah. in their cloak and their hat, you would never have done this, like, yeah. let's be honest, isn't it? So again, this is their first interaction with police and it's on the floor mm. at 10 years old and I'm here like saying, no, police have got a job to do, really. Yeah.
So again, I just think that there's things that, that, that can be done. And it sounds like the police are causing this disconnect between the police and the community. Yeah, they have. I mean, for, for bad police. So just, uh, just touching on you know the campaign and whole knife crime, anti knife yeah. crime campaign. How do you feel about you know musicians also getting involved and you yeah. know trying to promote the campaign like Stormzy's performance, yeah. which I thought was an incredible performance. Yeah. Did, did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, major, major. In fact, I watched the excerpts of it. You know, when you're on the gram, you feel like you watched everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I'm I'm a little bit like a prude, so. If if everyone's watched something and I ain't watched it, I'm like I ain't watching it. For I now. Yeah. Even though everyone's got glee in their face, yeah. you know, I, mean? no, I, no, I don't want glee. No yeah. glee in my life. But I'm gonna go and watch it. You nah, see, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and watch it properly. But um, you know, I met him a few times, mm. and um, yeah, for me, he's one of the most humbling people I've ever met. Really? Yeah, silly. I mean, I remember the first time him and um, Akala was on a on a session with. Um, was it Charlie Stuff? I think it was him, Akala, mm. Mike Righteous. They were in a, in a session together. Wow. Um, I think it was for Charlie Stuff. Mm. And I watched this guy come on. And them not call me Simon Cowell because I, I, I look at talent and I say, yeah, that's going to go. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. My man came in with the energy and I was like, I phoned with Akala, yo, who was that you? Yeah. Dark skin you. Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, Storms. I said, listen, yeah, that you's gone. <laughs> and this is like, yeah, this is like his first like, breakthrough. Right. I said, he's gone. Gone. He's so gone. He's unbelievable. So I've always had a little interest in him, but just as a person, he's just like one of the most humblest people, and he actually cares. It's not yeah, a joke yeah, thing. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah. with with that whole Brits performance stuff, mm. this guy put his whole life on the line, and people don't understand mm. like really what he did. Because I know how it is going to GMB. You get all long kind of questions. Mm. Yeah. This is Stormzy, and this is the Brits. It's the mm. biggest awards ceremony in Britain. Yeah. Yeah? In Britain. Mm. It's projected all around the world. Yeah. The man said Theresa May is a criminal. It takes balls to say that. Listen, no, let, let, let that one settle in. You feel what I'm saying to you? Like, what, how no. do you feel about it? Do you think that was the right place to, to say that? Yes. Okay. Like, like, yes. I mean, if, you, if you're willing to die by your convictions, because yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be clear. Like, when someone of that stature goes yeah. at the government just like that, yeah. When does it happen? Yeah. When does it ever happen? It never happens. Yeah, like, you feel like last you need time, more, more of that from... Yeah, definitely. From if your heart's in it. Yeah. The last time you would have seen that was Kanye West when he said George Bush don't care yeah, about black yeah, people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you see Kanye West apologising for the thing, right? Yeah. Because the, all the pressure that comes, mum yeah. dies, all the stuff yeah. that yeah, comes yeah, after yeah, that yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. whoa. But Stormzy put it all out there, man. Yeah. So when yeah. people like that, for me, they're putting it out for the culture. They're really putting themselves out there and the money don't really matter to him because he's yeah, made up. He's made his up, whole yeah. team's made up, you yeah. know, he's came up with his team, everyone's millionaires now. Yeah, yeah. So there's no need to even have that, that, yeah. that angle. And he puts himself out there like that. Mm. For me, I know what, that, what kind of talk that is. You know yeah, what I mean? Like you're going yeah. straight at the government. It's major, it's major, it's major, it's major it's talk, major. isn't it? So even like Glastonbury said, fuck Boris. That's my whole point. Like, he, he's consistent with it. Guy's consistent with it. And for me, like, that's what music was. Like, Bob Marley and, you know, all these kind of reggae artists that we grew up around, yeah. they went idle. Like, and, like, Tupac, like, a lot of these guys were going up against the government. Because yeah. yeah. that, that's where the injustice was. They yeah. weren't saying, oh, okay, well, my house is bigger, bigger my yeah. car's bigger. And nah, nah, nah. A lot of artists are, right, you know, get your money, like, do your thing in it. But, like, mm. when Stormzy's clearly got millions and ain't talking about it, like, mm. what are you telling me? Yeah. Yeah, you got 100 grand, exactly. so what? You made 100 grand this week, so what? Like, exactly. man's got millions and ain't yeah. occupied with that. So, it's not for everyone. I'm not saying everyone should become an activist, but yeah. I think everyone has got a cause of yeah. some sort. Find your cause, in it, Because it can't just be cash. No, it can't just be cash, innit? And, so, and, and, and I rate when like, artists like that use their platform yeah. to highlight business. Just on it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no need. Same yeah. for Makala, when you went back to Piers Morgan, yeah. 
his peers were just like, yo, all right, cool. Like, just you can't, you can't compete with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you see Akala speaking on this, no, 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 no. Just listen. Hey, let me tell you, let me tell you something cool. about this guy. I watched, I watched the video. This guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy got me on reading like way early. But like, he reads like this, like so he'll read through this for these books, yeah. But he'll yeah. read like he'll read like a couple chapters put down. And then you pick up another one, a couple of chapters put down, a couple of chapters put down. Yeah. Like he's a prolific reader, right? Mm. But he's always had like a, a photographic memory. So yeah. you can remember like minute stuff, but I can't remember where we put his car keys, it's like that. Mm. But um, he'd read like that. And I was like, why would you read that? And he's like, because that's how the internet has yeah, you doing yeah, things. Yeah, it's like little yeah. bite-sized yeah, stuff, innit? So it's yeah. like, you know, sometimes you read a book and you'll struggle with it. So he's like, why do that? Why not just read that when I'm struggling with that? And yeah. I'm enjoying this one, I'm yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. But his mind is like a, it's like a dictionary. His mind is just literally like that. So, you know, these are people like, he's all right, he's doing all right. You don't need all that hassle. Yeah, he's doing good. He doesn't he's need that, good. you know what I mean? Like, and and I've read his book as well. Like, yeah, I've got crazy. so much, so much respect. Crazy, man. crazy. Get I, his book, guys. Rise listen, up. You, yeah, you need... Rise up. Oh, is that Storms? I'm talking yeah, about Akala. Oh, no, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, Carlos, yeah, man. yeah, you, you, you best get Akala's book. Sorry. <laughs> Storms is all love, yeah. uh, but Akala Akala's a, is, on, is, is, is a professor. Yeah, yeah. And again, like, they, he doesn't need it. Carla don't need it. His mm. life's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, his life's pretty all right. Yeah. But he still put himself out there for the community. So I think that um, for me with music and where it is, I mean, you know, we do a lot of work with drill artists and stuff mm. like that. And people will say, oh, it's contradicted, but music therapy. It is. So it is. if someone comes in with that angle, I know where their head's at straight away. Yeah, yeah. Someone comes in chatting about chat, trapping, I know where their head's at straight for away. Real, someone real. comes in a gal vibe, I know where their head's at straight for away, real, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it helps us and it informs us on how best to work with this young person, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then from then we, 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 we question their stuff because a lot of the time they're not getting the question. Yeah, 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 Your peers yeah. ain't going to say to you, oh, no, you just shanked up five men in verse one, what one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true, you know? That's awesome. Five men shanked What's going on? Yeah, 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 no, because yeah. we'll we're shank one man less in it. Let's, let's go for that. <laughs> verse two. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, shanking yeah, in verse two, yeah, yeah, yeah. innit? But well, Justin, let me ask you something. How do you yeah. feel because there's a, there's been a lot of media talk on yeah. the music, yeah. especially drill music, and yeah. how it's impacting the user, and yeah. how it's glorifying, you know, yeah. mashing up and yeah. doing all of this. Uh, what do you do? You feel like it's a real issue? Yeah, no, it's part it's part of an issue. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I mean, I grew up underneath Mob Deep, and you know, all guys that were talking some moody stuff yeah, in hip hop, yeah, yeah. right? But um, at the same time, I had Lauren Hill, so it was just like you know, it was a balance, and I was into I was heavy into R and B, yeah. into reggae, into soca, so I had the, the myriad of music. Mm -hmm. With a lot of our young people now, are just into exactly well, one genre, thing, right? Yeah. yeah, so I think that's more the problem. The mm -hmm. fact that artists, certain other artists, are not elevated. We've got female artists in this country that are doing well. Mm -hmm. They're not being elevated on the same level as the male artists. They're not mm -hmm. given the same. They should be given like the same push. So when you work in the Beeb and certain other places, you're dealing with mainly women um, presenters, mainly women producers. Mm. They're getting the push. Don't matter whether they're good enough for the job yeah, or not. Yeah, they're yeah. here, it's happening, shut yeah, up, yeah. right? Same thing should be happening for female artists. Yeah, yeah. Like they're here, shut up, Little Sims is on, is on the main bill. Yeah, we don't yeah, care, yeah. get on with it. And she's an incredible artist, right? Yeah. My point is that once you start to elevate and push female MCs, we're gonna get more female dialogue. Cause at the moment, there's a lot of talk about drills, there's a lot of talk about you know this whole thing, but my whole thing is like, what about the female artists? What about yeah, the female expression? Because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in love with Lauren Hill, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, I always yeah. have been, do you know what I mean? And yeah. there's, a, there's a plethora of female artists, soul singers that I'm in love with, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That taught me the ever female expression. Yeah. And a lot of these young boys are missing that. So when they chat to women, they don't even know how to talk to women, yeah. you know? Because you're objectifying women 24 seven on screens and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, she's doing it. No, 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 men have created all these platforms. Men are the one other are the problem. They live in a patriarchal society, right? Yeah. So my whole thing is like we need to get more 
women, specifically within the arts, and we need to give them more of a push mm. than the male artists because they're gonna get the push anyway, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. gonna work out for them anyway. So I think we just need more balance within what's being pushed and, and who thinks that these people are credible or not. Because uh, a lot of the drill artists, I say to them, look, if you've got fans that are willing to celebrate you killing someone that looks exactly like yourself, mm. what kind of fans do you have, bruv? It's true. Yeah, yeah. What kind of fans are those? It's true. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, 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 a real, it's a real phenomenon. Like, I've got young black kids and I, I, I remember one of them in particular, I was driving him back home mm. and I was saying to him, what happens to you when you see them? And I was pointing to like four white boys mm. walking down the road. It's like nothing, I don't even see them. I said, like, all right, cool. We drove further in the journey. I said, what happens when you, when you see them? And these mm. kids that look exactly like him, heart starts beating, like I start feeling funny. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. So you're going to tell me that like a, a young 12 year old that's growing up with shank, drill, da da da, kill, stab, stab, yeah, stab. Yeah, that's yeah. all they're hearing 24 yeah. seven. Mm. You're telling me that I'm going to impact the psyche of how they feel about someone that yeah. looks exactly like themselves. Yeah. I'm not <clears throat> saying that they've got a, oh, we'll spread out the killing. I'm not yeah. saying that. What I am saying is that you're actually, if I was in the Ku Klux Klan or in a white supremacist network, drill would be, the, would be a godsend. Because now you guys are killing each other. You can't even blame us anymore. Exactly. It would be a godsend yeah. if I was in a, in a racist, terrorist, yeah. you know, a supremacist network. I'd be like, yes, you know, I love drill because now you're doing the job for yourselves. Yeah. So I'm underneath no illusion. This is why we, we listen to the lyrics as peers. We question it. And it's the first time they get that. Like, yeah. No one's making them question like that. Do you know what I mean? So it's just one of those ones. All right, cool. If we're talking metaphorical killing people, I'm down with that. Mm. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's your own life, cool. Do what you've got to do, innit? Mm. But as an organisation, I'm not going to push that. I'm not going to promote that. Okay, it's not in line with what we're about. We're about living life in Jamin, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but we'll show you how to monetize from your efforts. Because I've seen with nines that once someone can make money, mm. eventually they, so, they, the message starts to change, yeah, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when outside forces are talking about banning drill, I'm like, well, let's ban opera. Or let's mm. ban classical. Yeah, because yeah. ain't that what MPs are making when they're mm. doing all their austerity measures? Ain't, yeah. that what, ain't that the music they listen to when they're yeah. sending troops to... Middle East, when they're sending people to Africa to go on teeth resources. What were you listening to then? Was it violin? Let's ban that too then. Mm. Let's ban, let's ban piano. Yeah, let's ban yeah. Mozart. Because that's what you lot was listening to when you lot was on your crowd, mm. building your empire. Yeah. You feel me? And if we look at the British Empire, how it started, it weren't, weren't no beautiful beginnings. It was yeah. laid down, mm. teeth in all your resources, teeth in your people. You get me? And now we're in Starbucks, we're chilling. But let's talk about the beginning. It was ugly. Mm. Mm. You understand? So some things have ugly beginnings, but then it has beautiful outcomes at the end, isn't it? So, I'm not here to say whether it should be banned or not. That's nah, because black music is always shoot it, shoot it, me. And that's from Garage, yeah. where man was just talking about buy champagne and get gal at the bar. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. what we're talking about now, it's been fucking <laughs> just, just, just as deep, you know. Just trust me, just me. Just I'm listening and I'm engulfed in like that. Man. And it's, the reality is that we've created an industry that we don't own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we're caught in conditions that we don't own. Yeah. You understand? So, just allow it. Like, let people do what they got to do. But at the same time, as a community, Let's really sit down and actually reflect on what's actually going on. Yeah. Let's not be let's not be too biased. Let's not be too um, not biased, sorry, naive. Mm. That someone twelve listening to Stabbings twenty four seven mm. ain't gonna have an impact on your yeah, on your mind state yeah, on how you feel about yourself and how you feel about people that look exactly like yourself. Mm. Mm. And um, I, I, I end on that one because uh, Carl is always an interesting guy because like I remember with his, with his first album, the War Mixtape, he was talking crud. He was talking nigga, 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 nigga. Mm -hmm. and, and if you if you F with me, you're yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of that kind of stuff, yeah. right? But he was still talking like Malcolm X. I read Malcolm when I was yeah, six, yeah, da, 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 da. And I remember we was in South London and um, some some youths moved to us. Um, it weren't us in particular. We was with two other youths that were blingy. 
They moved to them, tried to rob them. The man them weren't having it. We got into a fight with them. They backed out mm. straps. We just had to fight for our lives in the end. You know what I mean? And we got away from the situation. And I remember, like, I was like, like the, the whole sentiment was like, nah, we know we've done it. We're not going to have it kind of situation, mm. innit? Mm. And then the Carla kind of turned around, like, after a week, and he was just like, listen, I just feel like our mission's bigger than this, you know? Like, man got the chains, yeah, mm. buy them back, man. So what? Like, let's not feed into this thing, yeah. So I was like, alright, cool, listen, if you if that's where you wanna go with it, stop talking that talking, innit? Exactly. Like stop talking that yo, if X and Y Z happen, because when it happens, we're not doing nothing. Mm. So let's not talk that no more, innit? Mm. And he was just like, No, that's a fair point, that's a fair mm. point. Mm. And then um same thing he got he kinda got he kinda got into the whole thing with um lyrics. He used to use used to word use the word N word a lot. Mm. Uh used to be nigga this, nigga that, nigga that, whatever you know. And he had a conversation with um a guy called Twain at Begnew. Twain was a guy that walked out on the Queen and said, I'm not going to be part of this this Commonwealth celebration. Yeah, yeah. He was that guy, right? So we've always had a lot of like, rah, my man's about his business, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we had an interview with him and he was just like, um, said to Carla at the end, listen, see when you're using that, that N-word, you know, yeah, I don't think your ancestors would be proud about that, you know that? For and for as a man, I think, I think, it's big, it's big, it's big. I don't think your ancestors would be happy about that. So, and, but beyond that, I think you're better than that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I, I got love for you and I think you're better than that. Wow. Swear to you, we left the studio and that same day, Carla's like, no more N-word, done. Swear. Yeah, wow. no, you're never going to hear him chatting N-word, you're never going to hear him chatting about, no, if a man tests me, he's just, he's, he just stopped it, you know what I mean? So, again, and if you look at everything that he's actualised in his own life, all the love, all the reverence, all the community work, it goes with, he changed the, nar he changed the narrative and his whole life changed, right? So a lot of these kids, I keep telling them, listen, I've literally seen someone build himself from the same point where you were, where he was confused, angry, and he fell in love with himself. And now he's just all about love and now he's getting all that love. So when you're rapping from a confused, angry standpoint, do what you gotta do. But also, come on, transition now, innit? Like, yeah. let's, let's evolve, innit? Cause that's not all it is. That's not what life is. Yeah, 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 that's for real. Oh, wow, man. I mean, deep, well, deep, 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 man. Deep, man. Deep, 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 man. I don't know what to say. We've just had the... Probably like the deepest interview <laughs> we're gonna have, and you know what? It's, it's opened my mind and it's opened my eyes too. Mm. Um, on that note, obviously we've put these these uh, statistics in front of yeah. you. Which one jumps out to you the most? I'd have to say the the, the council slashing funding and new services by 40 percent on average in the last three years. Mm. I'd have to say that one. And oh, right. where's that? Yeah. Because I I always say like if if you if you want to discuss knife crime, then discuss cuts crime. Yeah. Because it's criminal what, what the government's done. Mm. It's crim it's actually criminal. And there's a correlation. There's a correlation, there's a pattern. Yeah. You've got MPs that have now understood that there's a direct impact on cutting services to people and yeah, what they're yeah. willing yeah. to do, you understand? Mm. And a lot of the time I think we get kind of too caught up in statistics and too caught up in in, in the jargon. Mm. And I just kinda of like whittle it down to normal stuff, right? You so if you've got ten pounds in your pocket right now and you know you you're right to eat tonight, yeah? Yeah. If you wake up tomorrow and there's not ten pounds in your pocket tomorrow what are you willing to do to eat? Mm. It's not going to be what you were willing to do yesterday. It's a, it's a complete different thing. Mm. And when you start to take away money, spaces and all these things from young people, it's no wonder we see what we see today. You understand? And the, the government has played this role where it's the parent, right? So if you're in a couple relationship, the government ain't going to help you. But if you're a single parent, now the government wants to play partner mm. and wants to play daddy now, innit? Mm. And wants to give you funding and wants to give you your own house and all these kind of mm. things, right? Mm. Well, cool. If you wanted to do that, do that to the end. You understand? Yeah, you yeah, maintain the youth services, yeah. you maintain the services that we need in, in, in the hospitals, yeah. you maintain the teachers getting paid properly, maintain all the services that we need in it. Don't just be convenient, ah, we're not going to 
do that anymore. You know, yeah, we're not going to mess about with your, ch your child anymore. Yeah. We're going to actually make conditions where your child is going to do some desperate mm -hmm. things. So, you know, there's that. And I've, I've literally seen my mum, government telling me my mum is, is physically fit enough to work. She's got glaucoma, she's blind Jeez. in one eye, has diabetes and all the rest mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And we're actually having to write letters to MPs and all these stuff and you're telling me, mum, how? My mum doesn't recognise me. How the hell can she go into work? Like, are you serious? So, how many people have died through this? And this is what we're not talking about. It's not it's a racial side, it? situation, it's yeah. humanity. We, we, we're dealing with people that, that really have no love for humanity other than themselves, you know what I mean? And it's not really whether you're a Tory Labour right, I don't really care all about that. Yeah. My thing is that you've got a duty to humanity innit? and we've got enough money to maintain wars, trillions, trillions of pounds to exactly. kill people. Yeah. How come you ain't even got a billion to make people feel well and healthy? Like, what's this? So, yeah, I think that, that, that obviously jumps out to me because I work in the services and I told you the council was the one that told me, great work that you're doing but there's no money for it, yeah. you understand? So. Yeah, that's the one that I say resonates. Right. And see for United Borders, is there any yeah. like kind of projects or partnerships that you're looking forward to in the future? Like, what, what, what can we expect? Oh yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, um, at the end of this month, we take away 20 young people to Devon to to do surfing. Oh, and, um, yeah. I come, I come just. I'm young. I'm young, God damn it. I'm still young. Um, yeah, no, we're taking 20 young people away to the coast and what's exciting about it is like enough of them have never even left the, the ends. Saying, they haven't even left the ends. Experience for them. Right? So yeah. it's like surfing, it's, it's called surfing sounds and that and um, again, it's, we pay for it, it's free. Like mm. we just say, you know, parents need a break, you know, mum needs a break, you know what I mean? And mums are worried, dads are worried about their children. So we're like, cool, we're gonna take them away for a week, do mm. surfing, yoga, music and you know, um, different diet, just showing them different dietary stuff, you know, and um, wow. plug them back in after a week. And then, yeah, you know, yeah. these are the practices that I told you were there when yeah, I was yeah, younger, yeah. innit? So there's no there's no money for it, but this is why I spend my money. This is why I enjoy yeah. spending my money doing these kind of yeah, things. So yeah. there's that. We've got a number of like like really big shows that we had planned, um, but I'm pushing them back because I'm training young people right now to basically set up their own wireless. Festivals, yeah. you know, yeah, because like we got to look at it. That's like entrepreneurship almost. Yeah, but it's like I don't want to be in a funding position, innit? Yeah. I got to make money, and my whole thing is I got to make money for my young people, right? Yeah. So, if, in the Sonus commercial, they wanted that to be about me and what I'm doing. I'm like, nah, forget all that. Here's two young people and show yeah, them right. them navigating to get that's to where what, we're that's from. That's what right? we should be doing. That's yeah, that's that's what what and it's and it's about them, So giving them responsibility. When they, when they're, they're into social media, yeah. right? So when all their people them see them on Sonus commercial, they're like, yo, right? So then for us, like we don't have to do advertising. The youth them do it for us. They're like, yo, who got you on that? And so we got my thing is like. We can't negate that these young people are trapped into a material mindset, right? Yeah. And we have to connect them to more emotion, empathy-based thinking, right? But at the same time, you're trapped by material and what you have and what you don't have. Mm. So that's what you're in. So I'm going to make you money. That's my yeah. job in it. I've yeah. got so we've got um, a summer of sweat program. Um, Rico's leading one of them, so he's he'll be leading the um, kickboxing side yeah, of things. Yeah, 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 that's what helped him yeah. rebuild himself. And we've got a young woman called Claudia who's doing the dance inside of thing. And um, we've got another guy who spent most of his life in prison and was one of England's most notorious villains. Mm. And he's doing football now. He runs a football academy. Wow. So we always get people who are young and people who have been through it, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. But um, I'm just trying to make young people know that they, you can make money. Like mm -hmm. it's no big thing. Here's yeah, that's like, on your website. You got financial education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. So we're building yeah. their brands. We will do the marketing wow. for you. We do the whole thing. Here's your business cards. Here's your brand. Here's mm -hmm. your here's your logo. Like. Mm -hmm. 
long after our project, we you should be making money. If you leave here and you're not making money, we're not doing our job. You understand? Yes, so even with the project itself, I see it like two years. In the next two years, young people run it. Mm. Shouldn't it be me out here doing this? Do you not know what you're doing now? Run the project. You just you be the CEO. Get on with the work now. You understand? So there's there's a lot of exciting things coming up. But I think more than anything, we have to understand and recognize that. Um, particularly at the black community, we're in a position that we're in right now because we didn't financially do a lot of the right things. You know, our yeah. grandparents put the work in, and um, it's for us to continue that. So, our young people in particular, we just want to try and make the money, connect them, connect them to morals as well. So it's money and morals together. It's not money over morals, money and morals, ma'am. Wait. Uh, I went on a show with some parents and it was parents that lost their children through, through night finance and um, it was one of the most emotive things I've ever done in my life. I've never cried so much. Wow. Like, it was really, really hurtful because my son made it and I felt like a fraud. You know what I mean? Like everyone was here with, with pictures of their children. I'm like, nah, so much my son this morning, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, no, one of the mums that I was speaking to on there, she um, she knew about the situation because it was like a Rain, Rainers Lane, North Hope Beef. It was well publicized. Yeah. And she was like, listen, the guys that did it, they're actually, they actually live in my area and they was bragging about this whole situation, you know? So she was like, listen, like, and I, I, you know, it's, it's horrible, but these guys are still around. So if you want to pursue the police side of it, that kind of thing, and I said, you know what, mum? Like, yeah, I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear what you just wow. said to me. You know, cause I said, if you if you knew my struggle last year, it was with retribution. It was with wanting to get these people back. I said, I think energy works. They're gonna get what's coming to them. It's you know what simple, I mean? But simple. it just for me again, it just showed me how far I'd come as a person. And then yeah, yeah. meeting Mark Prince, whose son Kyan Prince got killed mm. again, emotional stuff. And I was like, well, actually. There's men who physically could do something about it, but they decided to react in other ways. So that kind of informed my own journey and how 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 I would navigate mm. through this 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 um, cycle of violence that young people are trapped in. Wow. That's big. That's big. Listen, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it wrap up it because up, we could be here all, all night. All night. night. We got gelati, baby. We got gelati. Yeah, not the Nigerian. Disclaimer. Justin, real pleasure to have you. Justin, CEO, founder of United Borders. Yeah, doing big things for the community and for the rest of you know London if not definite, definite, you know UK definite. you know yeah, yeah, um, we really appreciate you coming here no thanks for um, I mean you guys have got great energy as well oh, so nah, for yeah. me I'm an energy person I met you straight away nah. and you know true to word you tell me to come I'm here it's yeah, just one of those ones and you lot maintain what you're doing I think you're doing a valuable service as well just oh, like getting people to pleasure. talk is really really invaluable oh, so uh, thanks for having me God bless. Hopefully we'll see you at more of your events. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're invited, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure that Caribbean food's on. <laughs> but listen, um, just on a serious note, if you've been affected by any of the things that we've discussed today, yeah. um, just you know, go on websites. We've got you know things attached to our website. Um, on Instagram, Threes are Social. We're going to have um, things on Twitter. If you ever need support, if you want to talk to people, like you know, Justin said, if you want therapy, if you've been a victim of knife crime, step out, talk to people. Uh, Instagram, Threes of Social. What's that? Uh, look out for the stickers as well. Look out for the stickers around yeah. the area. Yeah. yeah, but you know, just come out and talk about it. Yeah, don't don't keep. And, and, and if you don't know where to go, or you don't know where to look, you know, just drop, drop us a message and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll find something for you guys. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to go United Borders and you know, you know, get some help from there. Yeah, so good. Unitedborders.org. Like, there's so many of us out there doing the work in it, so yeah. just just connect. Don't don't just connect to your peer circle. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more going on in the community. But for real, for real, for real. Thank you very much. Come on. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Let's go and get some jollof. Yeah, let's get some jollof. <laughs>